talk about that for a minute. You could take it uh, a step can... further. It's a male fantasy. I want to say it's Chicharone. I can't believe it's, it looked like Bane anymore <laughs> when I'm going to be talked. <laughs> swear to God, it felt like I want to be sponsored by Red Bull. Hours. That'd be sweet. So I can just Red Bull. That and <laughs> It's a scam. Oh, 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 oh. Did it I can just be paid millions of dollars yeah, to do something maybe, ridiculous. Should we let everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right? Perfect sandwich. Beautiful. Welcome back! What's going on? Fellow sandwich Hello. eaters. How's everyone doing today? Welcome I'm back. doing good. Yeah. It's a sunny day. Saturday, August 3rd. 2019. Yes. Damn it. Now when I post this a week from now, they're going to think our fucking lazy ass motherfucker. <laughs> right? Gosh, damn it. So we have to give it. it time for editing and color correction. No, yes. we're live and unfiltered, man. So there's Live no <laughs> and unfiltered. So it just leaves all the excuse of, John, why the fuck does it take you so long to post these videos? Yeah. <laughs> it does take a minute. And that. Damn yeah. it. Don't never get up, never give out the star dates before we start here. Well, it's because sometimes I get hungover and on Sunday I don't want to do shit, and then I enter my work week. It's like fuck. Now, now I don't have time to do it. He's tough. He's John Man's pulling a lot of duty here. He's yeah, the audio sorry man. Sorry, we work for a living. Yeah. My bad. He's the producer. Shit. Full time job, and does this podcast. It's amazing. I don't know how. You, I don't know how you do it, but full time dog yeah. father. Hey, well, you know you guys are here too. Yeah, you know? oh, we are. To the left of me, we have the the. Yeah, prince. I drove over here and sat down. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. It's a rough gig. I'll tell you that much. Actors. But it's a gig we love. It is. To the left of me, we have the Prince of Pocatello here. The strong right. arm. That's right. The muscle. Strong man. Mr. John Man. We also have John. the thirsty bitch. We have uh, Thurston Howell Third, the Millennium Man, the heartbreak kid. The John of Thirsty. Nick Thurston. Thor Stone. Thor Stone. And with you always is me, Eric. Yeah. Julio and Erickson. Welcome to the John Sandwich Show. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a new man. sound bite. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna use that for sure. Yeah, getting your Vince McMahon. I think on. that's replacing the new intro. It's got yeah. to. It's got to. And then to. it just uh, ends on like a a drum beat by you. Just to the John Sandwich Show. God, sound bites forever. This Hell show. Yeah, let's dude. just do a show of sound bites. This is gonna be. It's gotta be. A good <laughs> yeah. Let's. One. This whole episode is just gonna be yeah. the soundboard. <laughs> this is probably gonna be our final, our last episode for <gasps> two weeks, right? Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna try to make it a good one. Yeah. Cover as much ground as we can. We're gonna try. You know what? Be what episode today? is? <laughs> oh. called? <laughs> uh, that one is the. Uh, That's the, the beer, beer tasting, tasting one. Uh, is it? Yeah. What What do we do? Yeah, because I was drinking the Montucket. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, uh, what were we talking was about? Was this one day? of them? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no God, no. Look at this. <laughs> Dude, Eric, if you brought over this box. beer, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember when I told you that story? I went to that place and I had the Montucket beer for the first time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to that. Uh, they're having like something out of the lake later on today. I don't know what lake it is, but it's the Montucket. So you're going to be stone cold sober tonight. Yes, I'll be stone cold sober. <laughs> Hell All I need yeah. is one Montucky to get me through the night, and that'll be it, son. My breath will smell bad, but I'm going to be stone All right, so like, cold sober. After watching yeah. wrestling for a lot of years, stone cold sober kind of means like a, a, a whole new meaning, right? I just thought about this. It does. Stone it does. cold Steve Austin, he's never sober. No. Oh, but you told me a rumor that he doesn't drink beer anymore. That's, what, that right? I, that's what I heard, but on the reunion, he was drinking, pounding them down. Oh, hell yeah. And he's got his own like IPA. I'm yeah. sure he's doing just fine. So does Stone maybe Cold he, Sober, like Stone Cold, maybe. Yeah. Does Stone Cold sober, sober hold up anymore? 
I don't think it does. It shouldn't. It doesn't mean the same thing no. it did before, that's for sure. Yeah. I almost brought over White Claw just to be fucking... <laughs> just, just to be a little fucking white privileged yeah. asshole. I meant some White Claw. What is, what is White Claw? Is that like the champagne of beers? It's like a wine spritzer, I think. Like Zima? Yeah, that's what all the kids are drinking. I don't know what that claw. is either. I don't know if that's a white privileged thing, but I know it's like a... Not a pri- it's definitely like the younger... 21 year olds that don't yeah. know how to drink beer yet that's yeah. what they're drinking it's the easy uh, it's, uh, it's like Smirnoff uh, it's the gateway white beer. or whatever although that clear shit uh, yeah. that when we went to the beach what was that last weekend uh, I got this berry rose uh, si- hard cider uh-huh. oh, yeah I like it. it's really good so when I think of white claw what I like I imagine the person drinking it like fucking the polo shirt with like mm-hmm. this sweater, you know, like the sweater like tied around tied his around neck, the neck yeah. you know, talking like, like blonde, you know, with like his his white uh, tennis shoes and sh- really short My shorts. My father, lovey, pass me mm. another white claw. Yeah, like in a fucking tennis club or some shit like this that. This is my bubby. <laughs> <laughs> My no, grandma, grandma, my bubby. I, damn white people, man, ruining things for everybody. Fucking crackers. <laughs> You know my friend Philip from down the street? He's a Negro, madam, a Negro. <laughs> Sound bites for days. God, Wait, this is... I think we'll have to bleep that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm 0.5, I can say that. Yeah, you are 0.5, man. Yeah. Yeah. And a Mexican. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. The best of both worlds. Yep. Now all you need is a little Native American in there, and you have the trio. Mm-hmm. How much Native American? Nice. Oh, uh, apparently 49%. Oh yeah! Man, when, nice. I my, when I did my DNA, so I'm gonna try to get some free schooling up in this B. <laughs> you probably could still. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's no like free limitations school, yeah. on age. Yeah. I knew there were some in you there. Might be able to do and it. I, I didn't realize I did the. Your the kids ancestry. can do it. Yeah, kids can do it. Oh so yeah, you can. Like, you only uh, have to be like one eighth. Yeah, I guess. But you got. Daddy's buying a new car tonight. Just <laughs> call just paid for. Guilt money. <laughs> I think you have to like get recognized by a tribe though. There's like a whole process you got to do. I think to yeah. take advantage of it. Yeah, I got to take them to the elders and be like, yeah. "Look at them, look at the elders, look at my children." Well, I think they these might be able to get nice. scholarships. Like oh these God, are very nice kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's way better. <laughs> wow, I was wow. expecting not much. This is a very that's pretty good, very racial episode so far. So I'm assuming you stopped off the local Chevron. I did because yes, I've yes. seen these before. I went there today to try and buy beer, did and they you? didn't. They didn't have. They a told selection. me to get no, the fuck don't. out because I had a vertical ID. Really? Oh, that's no crazy. shit. Damn. Yeah. Like, in this day and age, and they were like, "Do you still want the Red Bull?" And I was like, "You're not getting any of my business yeah. now. Fuck you." Fuck they you. turned down your vertical ID, even though it's it was legal and in its year, it was fine. It's like it's it's still it's not expired it's, or anything. Yeah. So one of my friends it's has bad. a vertical ID for they had one for a while. I've heard they, of that happening before. Is that legal? To turn uh, you down? I yeah. think you can think have so. it as a company policy. Mm. I think it's because uh, that's the vertical ID usually means you're under twenty one or eighteen. No yeah. twenty one, right? From what I hear, if you go to a few dispensaries out in Washington uh, for weed, they will not take it. And the way they explained it is that. Some people will not check the IDs thoroughly and let someone who is not 21 mm-hmm. uh, in. What? So it's kind of their, it's kind of the company's fault because they don't want to get sued anymore yeah. or something. When does your, uh, your ID expire, your driver's license? Like 2022, 2021. Well, just go get a new one. Yeah. yeah. You're going to need a new one I anyway so. if you plan on flying. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's been my ID for like the last eight years or so. So like yeah. when I first turned 21, I had like six years on it. So I was like, fuck it, who cares? Well, when I turned 21, I, they they made me get a new license. Did they? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. I don't remember. Well, because in Idaho, they had different licenses for eight. I, it's vertical here, but down there, it's like it, it said something else. It's 45 it. degrees like between vertical yeah. and horizontal. Yeah. But uh, like when you're... Um, it's all skew. It just expires. So like when you're 16, your new license would expire at 18. Mm-hmm. So they just did like two-year intervals. And then when you're 18, it expired when you're 21. So you had to... I think mine expires 2021 or 2022. That'll be... That'll yeah. be tw- yeah, 2021. That's going to be my 20... I would have been <laughs> 20 years from my 21st birthday. My God, getting old. Oh, damn, 2021? So yeah. you were born in 81? Uh, 80. Oh, 80. So, 80. May 4th, 1980. Um, That's a good segue. What? How has age fucked you so far? Um, just this, In a charming way, don't all depress us and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, come no, on. Well, how, how, how can this co- conversation be charming? <laughs> right. Come on, yes, man. It's very We're sad. getting ready to like get the blue pill and shit, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I peed blood this morning. It's kind of tough to... I, I don't know. I don't, it's a... Uh, I was listening to, um, I was working and my kid had like a, a YouTuber on in the background. It's like a Minecraft guy. And they were doing a, uh, um, they were reviewing, there's a new, uh, Minecraft pack. That's like toy story. So it's like, oh, well, yeah, okay. they have like all the toy store neighborhoods and stuff. And this guy, and I guess he, was, he said he was like born in 1996 or whatever. And he's like, Oh my God, this is so quaint. This is like so nineties and retro. And I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about young man <laughs> that was like not that long projection ago. screen yeah. television <laughs> please what's crazy about that if you look at the, like the gas station green now, army man and like do not serve alcohol before this date it says fucking july or august now august 3rd 1998 yeah it's we're two years away from being fucking 21 is in the year 2000 mm-hmm. it's like jesus fuck man <laughs> It just gets faster. Yeah. Well, with me, because I have like the high blood pressure, and then I got like a, I have to take a like, thyroid medication and stuff. So like, that was like getting me um, really. Uh, I had like a lot of fatigue all the time and stuff until, oh, yeah. until I got my meds right. Fuck, I got to take meds and shit. Damn. So yeah, I take meds every morning. Uh, but one of the side effects, I think that this is the probably the worst thing that's happened to me due, due to old age, or it makes me feel old anyway is they told me that there might be some swelling of the feet. And like last night I was like laying down and I was like looking at my feet and I'm like, holy shit, like my feet are like swollen. I look like a fucking, like Eddie Murphy on the clumps and shit. I have like a, a club foot. It only happens like at night, but it's just so weird. Hmm. Looking like a hobbit. Yeah. And I think it, it happens after I'm laying down or no, I guess because I've been standing up all day and whatever liquids are going down there and yeah. swelling my feet up or whatever. Mm, so I don't yeah. know. I got to go back to my doctor and say, oh, it's not going to work for me. At least you don't have go gout. Yeah, at least I don't got the gout. So with the, like, is there like side effects on top of the side effects with the swollen feet? Can it become like, you know, like losing blood down there and all of it, you know, like diabetics get like oh, yeah, some yeah. really swollen feet and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I should probably look into it a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Just get some stem cells. Yeah. Yeah. Injected into you, you'll well, be fine. What was like weight gain of, yeah. too is another one. So yeah. I'm like constantly having to work out and stuff to try to like maintain. I need to freaking I need to step up my game, man. It's hard. It's got everything's stacked against me. Plus, it's not like as easy to lose weight anymore. Like it's not like I have a bad diet or anything. I can't speak on that. Yeah, John's pretty thin. So <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I don't know. Just like I guess being tired. 
Um, not being able to stand up without making a noise. Probably want to. Yeah, that is one. I do that now. Uh, the hip. The I think back, I do the that because other people do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. Even though it doesn't hurt me physically, I physically have to go ah, when I'm getting up. <laughs> yeah, so, I, sometimes I'll be like, "Oh my god, my shoulder hurts!" Like, what happened? You messed it up. No, I just slept on it wrong. Yeah, I guess, uh, <laughs> yeah, just slept on it wrong. And then it's fucking it's wrong for like a week. Yeah, You're like gosh, damn, god man. dang, just because I slept on it. Well, it's like so back in high school, I had like a bad wrestling energy or energy uh, energy injury. And oh. I uh, tore like s- some parts of my knee, right? Mm-hmm. And the the doctor, whoever was looking at it, it's like, oh, I mean, you get surgery on it now, but you know, it, like when you're forty, it's gonna feel the same. You know, They're like it's gonna hurt and it's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. And I'm starting to feel that now. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this is what the doctor was talking about. Where like, was it at? Uh, what that the injury? Oh, like my meniscus. Oh, okay. His meniscus, Eric. Meniscus. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't get the surgery because I was like, I'm fine, man. It'll heal in a few days, you know, whatever. <laughs> Tendons heal themselves. Yeah. And then now it's I'm starting really to feel fast. like... But it's like, I, I'm kind of <laughs> curious. It's like, would it really have felt the same? Like, you know, getting like that surgery? Like, would it feel a lot better right now? Or is he just saying that so when, like, when I'm 40, like, I have to go get the surgery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because it either hurts way, so you're going to be in pain when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> Your knee's going to hurt when you're older. No. Either way. You know, it's like you never really thought like past injuries would come back to haunt you. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like, dude, this happened like fucking, fuck, how many years ago was it? Like almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. tough, man. And now it's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Fucking meniscus. <laughs> or, or your parents getting sick too. That's a new one too. Yeah. Or oh, getting old, so man. Old, like, you know, so... like you could see it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at old pictures and you're like, yeah. God, man, my mom is so young. Yeah, that's pretty sad, I think. Because my mom stopped. With my mom, yeah. it's the opposite because she got really fit oh, after really? the divorce, yeah. of course. Like, yeah. that's, that's the way <laughs> you do it. things, you know? It. So it's the opposite. But my dad, he's married now and he has like his full gray beard going on. Yeah. He looks like yeah. maximum scientist. Yeah. <laughs> he's really leaning into the whole. I do science for a living. Mm-hmm. Like, he's. All he needs is a white lab coat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His man cave is just nothing. You'll love his man cave. I'll ask him to send pictures. Star right. Trek stuff yeah. everywhere. Okay. He even has a thing on his door that when you pass it, it I plays the sh- nice. sound, and you can like push it, and uh, yeah, I mean, fucking Scotty will talk yeah, to yeah. you and shit. It'll be yeah. like I'm down enough <laughs> in the engine room or whatever. Okay, you can tell I fucking... Uh, we're not supposed to be talking about this right now. Yeah. Uh, I was about ready to say some shit, but we're going to lay off the Star Wars, Star Trek... We talk. Back to, to depressing yeah. aging. We decided to avoid that topic this week. That and wrestling, that's, that's, those are always like our go-to topics mm-hmm. when we have nothing to talk about, is wrestling hey. and Star Trek, Star yeah. Wars. Those are great subjects. Interesting. Okay. Even if you don't like... Okay. We're diving. We are diving. Um, I tried to bound up the stairs like I usually do the other day. Like skipping a step like mm-hmm. a fucking badass. Yeah. I just got this horrible, sharp pain in my bones, even like like someone's like stuck a metal rod through my. Ooh, I know that feeling. Like yeah. someone just jammed up my bones, and I just like stopped where I was and like sat on the step for a yep. second. And I'm like, can't be doing this anymore, man. <laughs> it's already started. Or like when you're lifting something with like one hand and all of a sudden it feels like you just got electrocuted. Yeah. Like in your thumb or your yeah. wrist. And you're like, oh my God, what just <laughs> fucking happened? I guess that's like nerve, right? Yeah. It's like a pinched nerve. Yeah. 
I have problems with like my bones jamming. Like I get that when I lift something heavy with my hand, like sometimes my wrist will not like oh yeah move yeah. or like articulate all the way. Yeah. It'll get like stuck. And that, that fucking hurts. That happens with my elbow sometimes. Then you have to like go back down and then and yeah, then kind of be careful yeah, with it. Kind of like unlock wiggle it, it out. Unlock it a little bit. <laughs> you gotta yeah. unlock it. Yeah. Uh, that I got, sucks. Got lock elbow. We're not so different, you and I. Yeah. <laughs> it's a miracle our bodies work at all. Yeah. How complicated it is, and like you have bones and muscles and veins and arteries and other organs and shit. Oh, that's crazy. It's man. a miracle that that even works, dude. Another in the slightest. Yeah. Another thing, like I've noticed since getting older, and it's fucking terrible because I love doing this activity, is my hangovers are fucking terrible. Yeah, they are. Oof. What Dude. was this activity? Drinking water? No, drinking beer, man. Going on a jog. I love drinking beer, and like, it doesn't fucking. I could have a light day, and I'll just drink like a few beers like before bed, and I'll wake up with a hangover. It's like what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like a manageable hangover, but mm-hmm. if I drink like if I get like a good solid buzz before I go to bed. Or go a little bit beyond the good solid buzz. The next morning, I'm fucking like, I'm, I'm useless, man. Yeah, you know, Dead. it's like fuck. I'm supposed to like do shit all day. Are you eating you know? or taking vitamins before that? Why eat all day? Like, I, it doesn't matter, dude. I'll chug a fucking big, huge, like 32 ounce thing of water before I go to bed, or if I have a big Gatorade, yeah. you know, like I'll eat before. It's like it doesn't matter anymore. The fucking hangover is like it doesn't matter how you feel in the morning. <laughs> You know, yeah. It doesn't matter what you eat. I used to think I was gifted for breakfast. I never really had hangovers before, but like now I do. I do <laughs> get them. Dude, I remember staying up all night, fucking drinking, like hard, heavy, four o'clock, mm-hmm. five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning before I went to bed, and then going to work at like going noon. Day. You know, mm-hmm. noon, like eleven, noon, and then yeah. coming home and doing it again, and then coming. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. If I even stay up till like three or four o'clock in the morning without drinking, I'm fucking useless. Yeah. I'm tired. You know, there are some huge dickheads who actually don't know what a headache feels like because they've never had one. I was reading on Reddit that some guy got his first headache ever at the age of like 26 and he called 911 and (laughs) thought he was like having an aneurysm or something. And he went to the doctor and the doctor just told him like he just had a headache, maybe a migraine, but a headache. And he was like. That's what a fucking headache is. Weird. I thought it was when out like he described it as like when you're really hot and your head kind of feels light. That that was a headache. <laughs> oh. hmm. I had no idea, like a... and everyone in the comments was like, "You fucking bastard." <laughs> I have a I had headaches when I was like five. Yeah. Okay. Some people get chronic migraines. Dude, that I, would suck. Dude, I've seen some people on migraines, and it makes them like that weird. causes it's bad. suicidal thoughts. It's so yeah. bad. I, I think I've had one migraine in my life. I've had headaches, of course, like a lot. But I think I've had one, like, legitimate migraine that lasted, like, two days where I thought I was dying. What did you do before that? I don't even remember. Did you like, even do anything? This was, like, in high school, too. And uh, I think I was just staying up, like, I think the only thing I remember doing was just, like, staying up really late because it was, like, during summertime. Mm. And I just woke up, and I just remember for, like, a solid two days fucking just being in pain. And then, like, one, one uh, late night at 3 in the morning... I saw a commercial for bear aspirin because I've been taking aspirin and nothing was working. And I saw one for bear. So I went and bought some and I took took a bunch and then that fucking got rid of it and nice. never came back. I hope I hope I never go back there again. Bear is good. Yeah. It actually like thins your blood out and yeah. increases blood flow and shit. They actually uh, told people to stop using it for heart medications. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 There was that whole thing that you should take one every day yeah. just for just 
for health reasons. That's why I don't I think you should just take anything. That's like why that. I drink beer for health reasons. Yeah, if, if it thins your blood, it helps me out. It cleans out your arteries. I don't know if that's true or not, but <laughs> it, eases, it really detoxes eases the you. pain. This is the pain. We are not medical professionals here, so no, no, anything you hear is stuff. definitely purely opinion. speculation. Uh, new Tool album's coming out. I think August oh, second. Yeah. Bullshit. Is anybody uh, excited about that? I know people. Is it actually coming out though? Yeah, it is coming out. It's got a release date officially. Well, because uh, the only thing I heard is a new Pussifer album's coming out. I haven't heard about the new Tool album yet. Oh, we'll see. I heard Tool. I also heard that they're putting for the first time yes. putting out their older albums on stuff like Spotify and other streaming services. My brother texted me about it and I went and checked my streaming service and they are sure enough they're up on there. What mm. streaming service do you use? Uh, Napster. Well, I used to use Rhapsody and then they what? were bought out by Napster. So now it's Napster. Napster still around? Yeah. I don't, I don't even pay for it really. It's from uh, like an old job thing. That oh, oh, yeah. Still, yeah. Like, like they the, never close. The, yeah. Do, the account's still active so I still use it. Does that a... Uh, like, do people like musicians actually post like music on there? Yeah, there's like they got a crap ton of, of content on there, so yeah. I just use that all. Is it kind of yeah, like the local uh, how band like from El Paso has some? Is it like kind of how our podcast like I just put in like the the, the feed and it goes everywhere? Yeah. that's probably what they do. Yeah, that's probably what they do. Uh, Eros was on there for a period of time. Oh, was it really? Yeah, nice. Yeah, so throw yours on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe we can do we can throw the John Man podcast on there. Mm. I know we're on Spotify. We're on everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. Like all the major ones. Take, like, taking over the world, man. <laughs> taking over the world. You are probably One the only service. person I've ever heard. Yeah, my streaming service Napster. Right. <laughs> I know it seems kind of odd, but yeah. <laughs> it's just because I've had it for so long now, and like all my playlists and everything are on yeah, there. Yeah, so I have oh, yeah. I, I had That'd a friend. A bitch, it's just like yeah. I had a friend that was on. Um, What's that one? Um, Pandora. Mm-hmm. She had a huge, huge playlist, and then she switched to Amazon Prime. And dude, she spent like days like adding stuff to her playlist, and like fucking crazy. Yeah. Why, why do you think now that they put their stuff up for streaming? I I heard that they were that there was some kind of legal stuff going on. So I don't know if it's that. Is it a cash grab? I think it's more of like they. If they sell albums, they get more money because Spotify and like these streaming services, they don't pay dick. They pay yeah. per per listen, and it's like cents. Yeah, you know, I think um, like Taylor Swift, which is like yeah, she know, doesn't have a hers. couple years ago. Like she's she's on Spotify, I think. Oh. Um, but her revenue from and she's like the hottest artist like yeah. everywhere, right? Her revenue was like two hundred thousand dollars from like Spotify. Oh really? Which is like kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculously low. This is why yeah. it's so hard to make money as a musician these days. Yeah, I mean, these streaming services, they don't pay a lot to musicians, and mm-hmm. the music's free Yeah, to us. You know, and if you have, like, the paid service, like, you're just paying to not have ads, so the, the musician doesn't get a cut of the paid service. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know, it's, it's a weird... Yeah, YouTube and stuff like that. It's not like Twitch where you get a cut of the ad revenue too for your page. Yeah. You don't get shit for that. I mean, but if they're on YouTube and they have music videos, they get a cut of like those, you know, the views and the ad revenue and stuff, you know. I'm sure ad revenue is probably pretty huge. Yeah, but at the same token, you can, uh, you get your name out there. Yeah, You do. But isn't it kind of crazy? Do you feel like Metallica and Lars Ulrich kind of like set this in stone because they're the one that sued Napster mm-hmm. to make it more of like a, you know, they wanted their, their money. And then in return through that whole legal fight, now music is free. Ironically, ironically, it's free now. 
but it's just it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing do you think if uh like metallica lars never sued napster like what kind of different age would we be living in right now right what did they sue them for uh because napster it's like a it's it's pirating music so yeah. people would download the yeah. so they sued napster for providing that providing the service to pirate yeah music it's not a pirate service anymore it's more like a paid streaming service now like they've changed up their game but ironically here is uh metallica on on my napster app like there are contents <laughs> available there oh yeah 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 well well it's crazy because I, I think lars talked about that a co- like a year right. ago it's like oh yeah well now you can just get that shit for free now anyway yeah you know but i mean i guess bands are getting a little bit of a cut now yeah their stuff took a while to get on here too i assume it's because they didn't have the uh rights to any other stuff probably right well no probably if they the didn't have time. or they just didn't want to do it just That's out of true. pure philosophy it's like no we suit these motherfuckers we're not gonna put our shit on there you know I don't, I don't know. It's, it's it's crazy stuff, you know. Like yeah. content, like everyone has to evolve with how the content is presented. Yeah, you know, not not everyone buys physical albums anymore. I don't even. I hardly even buy a physical D, like Blu-rays. I don't think I've ever bought a physical album that wasn't vinyl, and that's kind of a novelty. Yeah, yeah. that's. I've never bought a CD. Vinyls are coming back. Yeah. No are. wait. I bought the Matrix Reloaded album. Amazing fucking album. I went to Target. Today. I didn't because I can get that shit on Amazon. Hell that's yeah. True. I went to they Target have the whole today, album on Spotify too, and they have a whole vinyl section there in, yeah. in a Target. Yeah. yeah, weird. Oh, no, it's pretty cool. It's coming like back. Yeah, you know what's crazy though? Um, yeah, this is a little bit. I, I guess we don't really have a subject today. I mean, it's off subject from our old man stuff. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get back to that. Is you know how I hate and love Amazon at the same time. Okay, because I really tried to like go locally or go like go shopping go shopping to find the goods I'm looking for. Yeah. And then when I don't, I just end up shopping at Amazon because you can literally find anything you're fucking looking for and get it in two days. I've, sure. it, the convenience of Amazon is crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I was, I was shopping for some oh, stuff and then I went to like multiple stores. Couldn't find the fucking thing. Just ordered it on Amazon. How do you feel about like Amazon... Like providing like almost like an Amazon store, Amazon cart for small businesses to buy, to sell products through Amazon. Um, so I'll use an example for like, so hair stylist, right? Mm-hmm. They'll be able to have like an Amazon cart to where they could recommend products to their customers that they don't carry through Amazon. And then the customer will buy it on Amazon and then give a cut to the, the, the business that sold it. It's almost kind of like a... Yeah. A, a, your own little store like what do you feel about that is this what they do now or is this uh... so you can yeah you can't set that up like like if we sold products or if we drank beer and we could be like oh yeah you'll find this beer on our amazon on our amazon list and you yeah. can buy it from our amazon list uh, our viewers would buy it from amazon we get a cut and we get a cut because they used our yeah. amazon page or it's basically advertising yeah yeah i mean yeah i like that it's a good idea i, I mean it's it is kind of cool it makes right? mm-hmm. amazon all the more powerful yeah, but aside from that, it, like, I mean, we may you don't make, have to carry yeah. that stuff. You don't have to carry. People I mean, can yeah. get it very quickly if they want to, and they don't have to drive over here. But I guess they are. I mean, it's uh, we're uh, we're living in Borg-like times where I think uh, with like these bigger companies like that. I mean, brick and mortars are pretty much getting shoved to the side. So I think it's uh, it's kind of like an assimilate or die type situation. Yeah. Like there's no going back to what it was. You need 
to evolve into something more like that yeah. for sure you know and they don't give like a huge cut to the store mm-hmm. which sucks because they're not making as much profit if they would have just carried it but they're probably selling more because they don't carry it and they could you know yeah uh, have their customers buy it online but it's like this it's like a 50 50 like a weird like double-edged sword of like you know you have to do it to, to go with the times but now you have to sell so much more to make yeah. the same profit of just selling one yeah yeah but you can also have the shampoo well, in you, your store yeah, that's and just be like, well, you could just buy it right yeah. now if you don't want to wait. You know, it's, it's, just, like, it's, it's, it's just a weird time we live in. It man. can it you know? be a good addition if you have a thoughtful like business plan. Yeah. It can be a good addition, I think. But yeah, you shouldn't just be like, that'll that'll be my ad revenue for the month. Yeah. People buying stuff on Amazon. Like Which, uh, your business is your business in if you want to go on Amazon and buy some bail breaker, just make sure you type in at the sandwich on yeah. your card. <laughs> well, you we yeah, get a five dollar. It is crazy. Like gift if card we were, to Starbucks every time. If yeah. we like we reviewed products, like we'd be able to set up an Amazon store to be able to, so our, our viewers could yeah. you know buy it from us. A lot of Twitch from, streamers because of Amazon have that exact thing where they have a plugin on Twitch that shows all of their products, mm-hmm. like all of their specs for their computer. Yeah, yeah. And people can go in there and buy it and mm-hmm. like literally just hit buy from Amazon, Twitch yeah. and they do get a cut of the ad revenue. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody wants to send us a beer, uh, an Oculus Rift, a Nintendo Switch, or anything like that, we'll gladly remember Microsoft. It on the show. You know what's crazy? At no <laughs> cost to you. The, the, yes. the more <laughs> time goes on, and I don't know if you guys ever watched this Idiocracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life. And our state is starting to feel more like idiocracy, like day by day, mm-hmm. just like instant gratification, you know, dumb politics, you know, idiot people everywhere. You know, which one is super true, which is the whole basis of the movie. But like the worst people have the most kids. Yeah, that's dude. fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, that's so evident to me. Like my cousin, I love her. <laughs> she has like five kids and she's as old as I am. And and they're, you know, probably living on the state, you know. And she hasn't gone to college at all, so. Really? It's like, what I not was... that college means that you're better. I mean, I guess we whatever, do have someone that has, like, a thousand kids and in the group. What I will say to you is that uh, it's uh, having babies and stuff, that's fun and all. Pricey, but fun, but uh, it does get more expensive as they get older, so. Yeah. Keep that in mind while you're popping them out. <laughs> you got to take care of them for a while. I mean, I don't have kids, don't plan on having yeah. kids, but. Especially nowadays with kids staying home, like past 18 and stuff. Oof, mm-hmm. Dear God. Well, it was uh, crazy. Me and my wife were talking the other true. day, maybe even this morning, um, about how like how people raise our kids now. Like before, it used to be like, oh, go outside and play and come home at dinner time. This is when yeah. dinner is. Now it's like parents have to have constant contact and constant eyesight with their kids. Yeah. Just then, like, maybe it's because we live in a bigger city and you just can't go tell your kid to go do whatever the fuck they want anymore. Or that's just like the new age of parenting of where like you, you can't just come back at dinner time anymore. You know, go yeah. go ride your bike around, go hang out with your friends, come back at dinner time. Right. You know, could it be a legal thing? Like back in the 60s, there weren't all these cases of like serial killers and stuff. Oh, so they didn't really blame the parents for being negligent. But now they will absolutely blame the parent for like, let's say you have a 13-year-old and you just let them wander around the mm-hmm. city. Like, that's negligence on your part because they are 
a young minor who can easily be abducted or something like that. That's true. I don't, I don't know about like a big city, but I mean, kids should be because out statistically, we are safer. Plan. Yeah. Well, but it's crazy, but it's putting a lot of pressure on like the parents to like plan stuff, go do stuff, and like taking away like maybe like the time that they would maybe have on the weekends or weekdays or whenever their days off to like maybe get some housework done or do this stuff. Now they Agreed. have to like plan. Get some sanity. Agreed. Like, they have to have like all these plans <laughs> with their kids to go do stuff because they just can't let them yeah. run around anymore. You yeah. know. I tell you my kids to be out all the time, man. Again, they're all chipped. They're all like, <laughs> they're all, they all got their GPSs on. I can pull them up at any time on my phone to see where they're at. Nice, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, mean, they're not literally chipped, but like, they, like their devices and stuff yeah. all have GPS. And they ain't leaving that. Yeah. So now you can just be get out of here, kid. Yeah. You bother see, me. I use a uh, Life three hundred and sixty, and there's everybody right there. I dropped my phone by the way. I cracked it. Don't look at it. One. Yeah, don't look at it. Look at it. They're right there at home. Oh, yeah. Everyone's home. Oh, you can watch Emily, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Plus, or, I got, plus, I got the cameras in the house. Yeah. Or or they left their phone at home. No one's doing nothing. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but they can't text whoever they're meeting up with. Dude, yeah. that's another thing, man, about getting old. Emily can it's, see where I'm at, too, though. That's why when, <laughs> when you want to hit the bar, you got to leave the, oh, I left my phone at the house. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> That's another thing about getting old is when I was young, you know, we had to call our friends. And if our friends were out and about, there was no getting a hold of them. Yeah. No. All right. You know, like there was no texting, like, or very, like talking very, to their parents. Like, yeah, exactly. There was very Hi. few people that had cell phones when I was growing up. Yeah. You is know, Thomas so, like, there? You had to plan. And if you weren't there, you missed the party because there was just no showing up. They That's like, true. Yeah. You know, I don't think and anybody also, had a cell phone in high school. I don't think so. Also, you didn't just show up. And if they did, house, you had to that, pay for text. And you're, yeah. like, you know, your parents weren't allowing you to text. Yeah. Those are funny times. <laughs> pay for text messages. It was crazy, man. Like if if your friends were out and about, like, oh, we're gonna go do this. I don't and have they the weren't minutes, there, bro. I'm gonna talk fast. <laughs> nope. That's another thing. Technology, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely making me feel old. So weird, yeah. I remember, uh, t- like, I think before, when I didn't have a cell phone, I think I talked to people more on the phone than I do now that I have a cell Oh, yeah, phone. absolutely. I think I just communicate solely through text messages now. Yeah. So yeah, much so that if somebody call? calls me, I'm just like, oh, just text me, bro. Like, yeah. Jesus. You have to call. Gee, I, like, I don't remember. at work. Like, <laughs> Let me call you. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, Jesus. <laughs> we have an instant messenger for yeah. a reason. Dude, I don't even think, like, I've ever called you too. Yeah. No, I've so. never heard your voice on the phone. <laughs> Not once. It doesn't sound. I don't think I've seen heard your voice on the phone either. Group chats. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And it's not like technology is making me feel old. It's what's making me feel old is the lack of technology I had growing up. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. Yeah. Have you guys seen that new thing called Portal? And it's basically the Jetsons, like or oh, yeah. aliens. Yeah. Uh, the Facebook one. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah. where it just films you and you can like video chat with other people, yeah, my but uncle it's has like one. big yeah. and stuff. Yeah, my uncle has one. It like follows it's, you around and yeah, it's the yeah. exact Jetsons That's like cool. communication thing. Yeah, that That's blew my mind. Sad. I was like, wow, we're here. We're in. We're in the future. We're at the Jetsons now. I'm calling it right now. This beer is going to be better than this beer. The, All we need is a IPA? floating. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I'm not really much of. Uh, I mean, Bill Breaker's a pretty good brand though. Do you think Christian Bale owns this? Maybe. That'd be awesome. Oh, no. You know who owns this? Uh, Bane, because he breaks the he's, bat. Oh, he's the bail breaker. <laughs> I will break the bat. 
Oh, this is pretty good beer. Do you not like it? I'll tell you where I brew my beer, and then I'll break you. So one from, <laughs> one's from Bend, Oregon, and I, I really like, you know, I really like Oregon beers. I'll man. crush your head in, then kill you. Oregon beers are amazing. <laughs> they are. They are. Oregon. Good state. Oregon. They're cool. Mm-hmm. They're like our little brother, you know? Like our little brother that's yeah. just like us that wants to be us, mm-hmm. you know. I'd move to Oregon, but now I, I kind of feel like times are changing with like how big Seattle is and the fucking homeless. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like it's almost the other way around now. It's like, man, I kind of wish we were a little bit more like Oregon right now. Yeah, right. Because that's how yeah. Seattle used to be. Seattle used to be like what Oregon is now. We're mm-hmm. mature, kind of becoming an alcoholic, but not just there you know yeah i've oregon's like 21 and like having fun yeah i've been there a couple times to visit friends and stuff like that and um it's it's probably what most people have in their head what seattle's like but it's not that's but that's probably what seattle yeah yeah that's what seattle was like yeah like back in the 90s yeah how's our homeless population uh I, i think it's pretty big actually yeah yeah I think they're one of any the West Coast city. city West Coast I think city. is sanctuary cities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sanctuary, sanctuary, sanctuary. Did you know that the oldest mall in America is the Northgate Mall, and yep. it's closing? Yeah, really? The one yeah. here, yeah, is the first mall ever. Which one's Northgate again? That's uh, the one north of Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Like that big ass mall that no one goes to because the homeless population. I didn't know that. Dang. <laughs> Homeless are killing millennials. I hate malls, by the way. Fucking hate. I've always have. The only thing I like about the mall is the Wishes store with all the board games and cool toys. GameStop. GameStop, fuck them. Express. I do like Express. They have a mean suit. Some mean ties. I always like going to the sharp. But I don't go there ever. Checking things out. Sitting in the... It's uh, closed. Is it closed? Yeah. Dang. The one in Linwood is closed. Or, so why even go? Yeah. If go not anywhere? for a hand massager. Mm-hmm. That's 300 bucks. Last time I There's think. a lot of food there now, though. Last time I was at the mall was when we went. Well, I went to go see Alien Covenant. Remember that? That was, was the last time that? you were That's at the, the mall? That was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You weren't sucked. actually at the mall. No. You didn't well, even we, go inside. We went into the bar... Claim jumpers. Claim jumpers. Which is the restaurant that's, outside that's the, the mall. The closest I've yeah. gotten into a mall was that part right there. Wow. I'll go there sometimes if I want to pick up some new shoes or something like that. Yeah, yeah shoes. You got to go in and try on the shoes. That's true. That's the only... That's one of the few necessities that are still there. I went into a Sears in Everett and it was <laughs> They still so, have those? <laughs> yeah. It was so fucking hot in there. Like they shut down all the AC units, I guess, because they just have no money to do it. It's like a 30 degree difference is in it? Sears. Like it just feels like failure. You know what's crazy about Sears is they were the it's Amazon humid. of like the early 1900s. They had like the yeah, catalogs. Yeah, that Sears fucking catalog. Everything. You know, like, fucking buy anything from Sears, man. Sears brand guns, fucking anything you could think of that Sears catalog had. They had the, I wish uh, they still had Sears brand guns. They had the Sears lingerie oh, yeah. catalog section. I remember that pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> Sears catalog, man. When those got delivered? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's my... See, where's they my, were just ahead of their time, mom's man. like, where's the Sears catalog? Yeah, and then they were like, we don't need to be on the internet. <laughs> That's just a fad. It's going to blow over. Yeah. Yep. 
that's uh that's foresight for you i bet yep. their sears gun would look like one of those black and decker lawnmowers It'd be like red on the top well see they nine thousand dollars black and decker they had craftsman oh craftsman come on now sorry get with the fucking program <laughs> come on for like nine thousand dollars they have, have a like Sears. a nice cherry red. They have a Sears at the Bellevue Mall. I get well. The last time I went to a mall was maybe I guess last year. Was that last year? I went to a wedding, so I had to go buy a tuxedo. I didn't buy it at Sears. I bought it. I mean, I mean, if you yeah, if it was like eighty years ago, but I went I went through a Sears in order to get to where I bought my <laughs> my suit. I actually walked through. A I walked Sears. through a Sears. I actually bought my first flat screen TV from a Sears. Did you? Yeah, back when they were like sixteen hundred bucks for a forty inch. Jesus. <laughs> Back when I was like 20 or 19, me and my brother and my sister went and did one of those Sears photos for my mom's uh, birthday. Just all three of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it all like slightly blurry yeah, at the, on the know, side with stars in the stars background? Stars in the background. You get did one a, for your quince. Get a couple like these and stuff, you know. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how fucking... That was my idea for band photos was I wanted to go to a, get one of those cheesy oh, yeah. Yeah, pictures done. That's a good idea. Or those cowboy mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Dress up and it's all <laughs> sepia tone. That'd be awesome. I don't have any cowboy music, sorry. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Do they even have Santa and like? <laughs> oh, are we done? And that's it. And oh, that's, that's the show. Oh. Goodbye, good. everyone. We're still here. Ah. Yeah, the second beer is a lot better than the first. Imagine that. Yeah. You know, there is one thing, man. I love drinking beer with you guys, watching this show. With you guys, actually. Yeah. That's why I, said, that's why I pointed yeah. to oh, the okay, camera. Good, good. That's why I pointed to the camera. You know, if you guys have any, like, good beer suggestions that we should be drinking, let us know, because we are always down to, to try new beers. We are definitely, well, how do you say it? Chicharrones? We're chicharrones. You know? We are. We're chicharrones. Amateur. Amateur chicharrones. And, and we do have a... A, a nice uh, total wine and more here. So we have, a, there's plenty mm-hmm. of beer options around us. So if there, where, wherever you guys live, like let us know your local beer and your local craft beers, not not your local Montaukett shit. And fuck you, Montana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have any listeners there anymore. There's yeah. only like three people there. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. They don't have internet. Don't let us know your local do, like, like craft breweries and like your your guys' favorites and we we will definitely try it out yeah. if we can find it up here. Yeah, I'm sure we can somewhere. Do they yeah. have internet in Montana? No. Probably not. They have those cans with strings so they keep in contact yeah. with yeah. each other. They have a lot of trees. A lot of trees. Heard, they heard they deliver that. letters by biplane. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just lying around from all the crop testing. <laughs> So Seafair Weekend is this week. Did you guys get a chance to see the the Blue Angels flying around? I heard them. No. Practicing? I heard them. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't see them. Yeah. I, I didn't went. see them. I saw a few antique, like, Mustangs and, uh, oh, yeah, like, having, Spitfires. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, I think yeah. they're having a crush. That was fucking year. cool. I don't know if you guys are too, like, too, too like big into the Seafair, you guys? My daughter's going to. I've never gone. Boyfriend. I know it's like a, a really huge, oh. like, Seattle thing of Seafair. Yeah. Like, it's been going on forever, and I've never been to one. No, I've never been to one either. Like, a, I don't know. I don't think it, I have. I think downtown Kirkland has, like, a little mini thing there for Seafair. Yeah. So, well, like, what was the purpose fun. of Seafair? Like, mm, I'd have to Google it. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's got something to do with the emancipation. Uh, oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
All I know is they have like the hydro boats. And I was hanging on every word there. Yeah, I was like, interesting. Oh, I like this history. <laughs> this history lesson is awesome. All right, what what is it, what is it called? Seafair. 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 Look it up. Look it up. Oh, Look I get it. Seafaring. seafaring. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't. But know. it's the sea fair. Yeah. Also in Seattle, dude. There. Mm. That's amazing. I mean, it must be a pretty important a event whammy. if the Blue Angels come every single year, right? That's true. I mean, like, yeah. Blue Angels just mm. don't come for anybody, do they? Mm. I don't they also so. have speedboat racing, like those legit. Yeah, the hydros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket engine, people die every time. Back when my friend had a pool. So fun. Like, we used to go to his house and, like, watch Seafair on the TV while we were in a pool, which was kind of cool. Like, yeah, I didn't really cool. watch it, but, like, we drank a lot of beer in his pool. Yeah. It's basically, you know, like, with Russia when they have, like, all the military just walk by mm-hmm. uh it's that but for our navy oh, and cool. coast guard oh, okay. so oh, like they have okay. the coast guard helicopters come they'll maybe do like a rope drop down just so you can see what they nice. do that's cool and okay. they rescue people blue angels that's okay. cool we should do maybe we'll go that. maybe we'll go next year you know, 2019 seafair that puts a whole new meaning to it. i thought it was just some like fucking no. random ass Dude, there's a pirate show I'm all about our name. Watch a destroyer. Destroy hey, I've watched those pirates, man. They have like a big like uh, ride the ducks type uh, car, and like they all dress up as pirates, and their ride the duck like vehicle is like like a fucking pirate ship and stuff. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's, I saw that fun. at the in Linwood one time. I'd hit that up. They had those like uh, World War Two, you know, in Saving Private Ryan, where they like go onto the beach and it's mm-hmm. just like a bucket, yeah, and it just drops the, down. The Normandy shot. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of they the have sea, some of those. Can I talk about James Cameron for about twenty minutes? Sure. Yeah. You guys can nice talk about James here. Cameron. Yeah, I know we brought it. Yeah, brought it out before, but you know we'll see. So I saw this documentary on YouTube. It was called Under Pressure, and it's the making of the movie The Abyss. You Under said you were pressure. a big fan of The Abyss, yeah. right? Oh, I've seen a yeah. lot. Yeah, I've, I've, it's a pretty good movie, man. Um, so you have like uh, James Cameron, right? I think his first movie was like Piranha Two. Uh, then, he made, three. then he made the Terminator. Mm-hmm. He always he always usually makes like these big tentpole movies, right? Like pretty much like the most expensive movies of all time. Keep yeah. going. I, I believe The Abyss at the time was one of the uh, most uh, big biggest budgeted movie of all time, right? Because they had to film it all underwater and shit. It's like uh, well known that this is like the this was like the worst shoot in like film history, where like people were like legitimately like almost drowned and yeah friggin yeah there were like people walking off set the whole time it's a fascinating documentary you should watch mm. it it's just the uh, the actors in there hated it the whole time the one part that got me was that um there was always a scene in the abyss you know where they have the liquid mm-hmm. uh, that, that harris has yes, to breathe in yes. the oxygen the pregnancy liquid, liquid. Yeah. and um i have a scuba diver friend that always told me that's real like they really have that it's like a real thing that they do and i'm just like oh that's wait hold weird. on what Elaborate on that. Oh, that there is an actual breathable liquid mm-hmm. that uh, that people that has been tested. It's like a real thing. Oh, oh, oh like, so it's like coming into like fruition. So this yeah. could be like, all right, yeah. So it's actually a real thing that happened. Turns out Ed Harris really on the documentary he really did have to do that. Like freaking. So there's a scene where uh, he's got to go like really deep and shit. So they put the oxygen liquid into his helmet and stuff and like they show his helmet filming up. Yeah, that, that, that way like the, the there was no air so yeah. you couldn't get Was like... it actual oxygenated liquid or he, you're just saying that he actually had to have liquid put in his helmet? Well, that's what I'm thinking, right? So either like it's just coming up front and stuff where he's like safe behind the glass. So I'm thinking like, oh, that was like some kind of cool effect. Yeah. Fucking no, it wasn't. They it just really poured filled... water into no, well, his fucking it was, helmet. It was the oxygenated liquid and shit. Like, cause like, wow. yeah, they didn't fake it. 
So like, there's a scene in there where they're doing it and stuff. Cause like the whole thing, right. Is that your body is fucking, it's just built to not inhale it, liquid like that. Yeah, for sure. It's like, yeah. So it's like last thing. So what you got, like in the movie, it's like a whole thing where they put a rat in, into the liquid and stuff. And the rats like fight the rat really did this too. Like, like <laughs> fought it. Yeah. And then fought it. Like, and then finally oh. like, oh. well, well that's back before like PETA and everything. Yes. Yes. And yes. you were able to do that kind yeah. of thing to animals. They, uh, I guess they have, they don't have that scene in, um, England and stuff. It was cut out because of cruelty to animals yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but Ed Harris, fuck but, uh, yeah, but uh, the 60 year old man. So there's a scene in the movie him. where he's like, he's doing it right. And then like the liquid's filling up and like, he's just chilling there. And then all of a sudden he just like, and he like starts freaking out and they're like holding him down. He wasn't acting. Like that legitimately happened. Like that was That's true. freaky. Cause that's, that's fear of drowning and yes. fear of claustrophobia at the same time. So, and yes. then like he was actually able to breathe yeah, or and then he was actually, I mean, for not long periods of time, they just like did it for that one scene and that was it. So your scuba diver friend, like how, like how evolved is this? It's this, not, this liquid? it's, it's, you can't just go buy it. It's like not, it's not. No, I mean like, people, is it yeah. still being tested? Like to try yeah, to get it's still people... being tested and stuff. And like, yeah. they had to like go back over and like make sure all the liquid is out so they don't get like pneumonia or whatever. Mm, that's and, um, it's, uh, but yeah, it's fucking wild. The and big then, thing about it is that it, water doesn't compress. So you don't become like a fucking compressed nightmare, mm -hmm. which I think is the reason why it works better than air. Because even if you're like in a scuba suit, unless it's a pressurized tank that you're sitting in, that water is just going to be crushing you. Yeah. So yeah. even if you have the oxygen, well, you're not going to be able to survive. Well, they don't, they don't even that, make tanks that big, so they had yeah. to. They went to like a nuclear uh, decommissioned nuclear silo and filled it with water. Uh, filled it with water in order to film like all those underwater scenes. Dang, and shit. It's crazy. It was a good movie, though. It was. Yeah, I thought it was great. The budget was seventy million. It only made ninety, so it actually it underperformed. And um, a lot of people say that's kind of why James Cameron went back to the well because like it didn't do as well as he hoped, and he went back to the well and immediately made T two after that, and then of course blew up after so, that. So, so Abyss was after Terminator and before T two. Yeah, I thought the Abyss was older than that. It's, I, I thought the Abyss was like seven. I think it is. Really? I thought it was like in the seventies. That movie looks really good for being that old. Yeah, and it's not even available I thought it was for like, streaming anywhere. I don't. Know, I've tried. It's to, a hard like, movie to find. Yeah, for sure. It's always on TV. Yeah. 1989. 1989. Is when the Abyss came out. And then T2 was 1992. And then um, I think he made True Lies after that. Which was True like a, Lies. True Lies was another one that was like the highest uh, budgeted movie of all time at the time. And then that was a big hit. And then, of course, you have your Titanic. And He's just famous for being a baller. And he just balls all the time. I, I, that guy has to be tired of winning by now, I would say. Right. What does he get that money? I, I don't know. And I apparently he's like one of the best pitchers in Hollywood and stuff where they, people just throw money at him, I guess. Like when he shows up to pitch a movie, he's got fucking like, I don't know, he's got charts and he's got all shit. Like, this is why it's going to work. This is why it's going to work. He I has mean, the data. That's why they trust him. And then, of course, you have Endgame, now the biggest movie of all time. But he's just probably going to re-release uh, Avatar again before the new one comes out and he'll take the title back and... I watched Avatar recently. It doesn't it really hold up. Yeah, yeah I don't it's see not it. that good. I don't think it's that good. It was oh, purely man, the water the, scene. It was purely yeah, I the animation. That shit, dude, that's crazy, man. The one where Hell it like yeah. turns into a face. There was one scene in there where uh, Ed Harris, um, his, uh, I think his uh, regulator stopped working. 
and you know they had all these safety divers there with them and one of the guys came up to you know immediately give him his regulator for the air but he put it in backwards so like when he put it in like ed harris was like trying to breathe in but he just kept breathing like water and he's like choking underwater and another guy had to come in and save him he legitimately almost drowned Ugh. and then he tells a story of driving home later that night and just breaking down crying on the middle of the highway <laughs> Apparently right. it was like people uh, have been scarred from filming this movie, so it makes me want to mm. see it again. I haven't seen it in a while. It's worth a watch. Plenty of good pictures, but in, you know, like when does sometimes you got to suffer for your art? Yeah, you know, and James dying. James Cameron has the James Cameron has a vision. Care. You know, like yeah. James Cameron doesn't care about drowning an actor. Fuck no. that shit. Bigger he doesn't care about drowning himself. Do you think at the end of the day? Do you think at the end of the day, Ed Harris was like, he was right. Probably. You know, like he was right to push me like that. Or do you feel like, no, he's just big fucking asshole. I'll never work with him again. Um, well, they haven't worked together since. So I don't know. <laughs> the oh, yeah. So. I mean, mm. but does, does Ed Harris like, uh, but a lot of actors that James Cameron has worked with is coming back to him. You yeah. know, like he has a good repetition of actors. I heard uh, before he passed away, Bill Paxton was supposed to be in the new Avatar. Rest in peace. Um, so I, uh, but it's not like it's like uh, Quentin Tarantino. Like he kind of treats his actors like shit too. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of sketchy scenes in a lot of his movies that, yeah, for sure. You know, really push the boundaries of film versus, you know. I think there was a car stunt that he had Uma Thurman do. Yeah. And she didn't want to do, and she ended up hurting herself. Yeah. I think she almost drowned too. Actually, she, I think probably. That actress uh, in that scene where. Um, <laughs> Uh, in Inglorious Bastards, where the actress gets choked and stuff, that's actually Tarantino's hands doing the choking. And then yeah. she's just all real choking, too. Yeah, real choking, where eyes are all bugging out and stuff. They actually did that. It's crazy. I mm. guess that's trust. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's crazy. just Coke. Yeah. I hope they pay these actors a lot of money. Like, I was trying to look up what Ed Harris made for The Abyss, but I couldn't find it. Hopefully, it was a lot. I see Tarantino and all I think is like cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine, 80s Hollywood. Gotta be, right? But I mean, he consistently makes good movies. I wasn't too big into The Hateful Eight. But like Inglourious Bastards was good. And um, The Django was pretty good. We saw that the other night too. It's pretty good. For me, they're good one watchers. Yeah. Like I watch them once. Writing's amazing, but it's like I'm bored. I, I know what's gonna happen. The suspense. Like I feel dead. it's cool to watch like all of them like in kind of in uh, succession because you kind of get to see the the Quintino, the the Tarantino verse or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. There's rumors that Star Trek's gonna be his last last movie. Yeah. Though. That would be interesting to go out on a Star Trek. And I, I would like to see what a Tarantino Star Trek looks like. Yeah. Uh, but all of his movies connect. Like, how would you kind of like put? I don't know. Star Trek in that universe. I guess we're not really trying to talk about Star Trek right now. But how would he make a Star Trek one? Because isn't Star Trek kind of like based on not being super violent? Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. But there are violent backwards things. There There are are violent aspects of Star Trek that just aren't shown violently. Like we all know the Klingons, the you know, the Cardassians, and all them. It could really Cardassians. Yeah. It could really go either way, right? Because Tarantino's more of I mean, there's no particular style there. It kind of regurgitates other people's style and that it's all meshed together. That makes the Tarantino style. Yeah. So he might do something more. He might ape more of that old Star Trek feel. And that's what it, it just puts some little blood. Yeah. 
Well, because I know Star Trek Discovery, they they experiment a lot more with like a little bit more violent swear words, you know. Do they have any new swear words from the future? No, fuck is still a very good good swear word. Okay, I have to talk about this because I've been looking about it, looking at it since we started the podcast. Are those corgis on your shirt? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, cute. (laughs) Corgis from the hit show uh, Cowboy Bebop. All right. Doing the whole Beatles thing. Yeah. That's Ayn and his family. Can we do a uh, can we do an epilogue on on a previous episode? How was it make? How was it watching after the business? Yeah. Oh yeah, How'd it was go? good. Was it good? They're adorable. They'll like uh, disappear behind cabinets and just come out with right. a treat because that's where uh, their owner hides the treats is like in this really? crevice of the cabinets. That just sounds like a rat infestation to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're adorable. They don't they don't bite you or anything. Did it feel like you were in the, the Potterverse like for a minute? Was it like like a Fantastic Beast type thing where you just have a little bit? Yeah, weird because they do the weirdest things. Dude, weasels are mean as fuck. Have you ever come across like a wild weasel? Not yeah. a wild weasel. They're cute as fuck, and they have like cruel, like really cool colors, like almost reddish and a little bit of yellow. Yeah, but they are definitely fucking mean. But the business was good. Business was good. Business is good. Business um, is good. <laughs> they just kind of slink around everywhere. They're like. Human, like you know what? Can you those pick, can you pick uh, one mall? up? Are they are they pretty well mannered? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they're very similar to those uh, mall toys that have the ball, mm-hmm. and it's like that weird furry thing that's like attached to the ball, and it just like rolls around. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right, do they move around a lot? It that simulates basically a ferret's movement. Is uh, they just kind of like flail randomly so the business you were watching over is it like cage free or are they caged up most of the time or they have they cages just, yeah or do they just let they them like roam around the whole time uh no they roam around like half of the day but if nobody's home they close them up kind of like kennel training okay. and they poop in there like on a little mat litter box thing yeah. huh. Interesting. very similar but yeah they're fun they just lick you is that crazy like what uh, people they have a smell Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. more pungent than cats. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially definitely, more than dogs, but you can definitely they're cute. Tell us a ferret home, ferret yeah. friendly home. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it crazy? Like what the human species considers pets. It is. It's nuts. Right. Speaking of that, sorry if you were gonna say something, but no, uh, I just I after I was sorry, done looking after them. coming home. After I was done looking after them, I was very curious about, like, why are ferrets pets? And apparently they got domesticated in Europe in, like, Germany, Netherlands area a thousand years ago. Yeah. To uh, fight off bugs and, like, other rodents and snakes and stuff. Mm. I was like, holy shit, they're like dogs. They've been with us and, like, been around us for thousands of years and only like they became domesticated about a thousand years ago but that's crazy i was like so surprised that they one were european two we actually used them for like utility much like dogs and like livestock and shit like that hmm. nigel will you fetch me my ferret <laughs> right imagine just some peasant owning like five ferrets First go. Time, the first time I've ever Some flea uh, bottoms. I ever found out uh, that there was such a thing as ferrets was a uh, kindergarten cop, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, oh yeah, you got a mm. ferret in that movie. <laughs> Who is hey, your daddy, is and what does he do? Is that real? <laughs> it's not a Duma. 
Shut up. Shut it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Lousy nigga. Put my cookie so. down. I'm not Santa. <laughs> oh, no, that's like jingle all the way. Yeah. What's so the good, What's the superhero called? Like Captain Power. Oh shit! What is it? Like Captain Awesome or something like that. I forget. The toy that he Turbo wants. Man. Turbo, Turbo Man. Man. Yeah, yeah Turbo, Turbo Man. Turbo Man. You know uh, that movie wasn't bad. I didn't. No, it wasn't bad. It's a solid watch. Is that is that like Sinbad's last? <laughs> the last gasp. It has to be the last yeah. gasp of Sinbad. Sin, yeah. Sinbad's be. first gasp was also his last gasp. Phil Hartman too is great in that movie. Oh, Rest dude. Peace. Yeah. When, Love he's, Phil Hartman. when he's eating the cookies. Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Put my put that cookies down. <laughs> Those are my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> now the John's gone. Jeez. The Millennium Man. Jesus. I don't know if he has any room to talk about being old. I'm <laughs> <laughs> all sitting here like, God damn. Does that mean that we're uh that we're pretty good for our age or that he's in pretty bad shape for his age? Maybe he's that. in bad shape for his age. <laughs> <laughs> that that has to be it. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. He needs to get out more. But I, I feel like I maybe I was a little more um rough around the edges. You know, without like the, the technologies. Yeah, I think we're better people for it though. Growing yeah, up the way we did and stuff. I think we know how to communicate a little bit better. Yeah, I think I, I think that's the biggest problem with millennials right now, and like their jobs or like they're you know going to college or whatever. They don't know how to communicate like as well as like our generation knows how to communicate. Probably. You know, like they communicate. It's like, oh well, can you just text me that? You know, they they're probably if they could be taught a class through text, they probably way prefer it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, or if they could talk to their boss through text or ask for a promotion through te- text, you know, versus like their one-on-one conversation like me and you were having. Yeah, that does uh, sound pretty nice. <laughs> it, it does. Get a promotion through text. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that's where, where they get a lot of rap. They're like flack because they just don't know how to communicate on a one-on-one basis, you know? Do you feel like you're a good communicator outside this podcast? You're great yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. I'm an amazing communicator. Like communicate wait, all emotions always through keyboard. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't mean to brag, but I've been in a relationship for like six years. I feel like I can communicate. Oh, that, that's true. That's true. That's always though. Like that's a kind of a safety communication. I think when you're with somebody, I think. Yeah. So, like, how are you in, like, larger groups or, like, talking one-on-one with maybe a stranger you don't know or maybe a stranger that maybe intimidates you? Like, how are you with, um, like, the, the communication? Like, talking to, like, a big boss. Not, like, like, let's just say that was, like, a senior boss. Like, how are you with community? Are you nervous? Like, do you not really talk to him to kind of avoid it? Like, it depends on the kind of person. If they're, like, the joking around kind, well, you, I can you, really... You don't know the person. Like, let's just say it's, like, your senior boss. Like, the, the bosses of your bosses. I think I make a pretty good first impression yeah but if they turn out to be like this really sour really salty mm-hmm. person who's always like like wanting work done and only that mm-hmm. then i think i think it still counts as being a good communicator i'm gonna give them what they want i'm gonna yeah. be short with them i'm gonna be like you got it let's do it mm-hmm. i think i'm good at like filling mirroring i guess the personality yeah if i need to 
I do. That pre- sounds kind of sociopathic, but no, no, no like no, some. No. I do prefer email or queue when it comes to work. So, like, what, what do you have to communicate to me that can't be in the form of an email? Yeah. Plus, I don't want to like need to be bother you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to have to like put everything down. So, like, I some people think that email makes you a bad communicator. I don't think it does. No. It's, it's like, and not too if, like with work. If you're stuff, doing something, there's a record of it too. So. Yeah, that yeah. too, and you yeah. can always go back to it. It's yeah. just it, easier yeah. and makes more sense. It's definitely hard. Like, we use like email at my work too, and it's like, man, I'd rather just like come talk to you, mm-hmm. you know, and like figure this stuff out. Because I, I don't know, I, I'm I'm one of those persons that I feel like communicating through an email there it could be lost in translation, you know, yeah. translation. Like, there's. It's funny you should say that because that's exactly what they do in Japan. I was just about to say like, you should move to Japan because. Uh, a lot of salary men, as they're called, uh, spend a lot of their day going to other companies because it is considered absolutely rude to just do business over email or the phone. Yeah, they have that, someone come in, talk to you, speak to the other people mm-hmm. of the company directly. Yeah. Like, I'll get emailed stuff at work and, oh, this is what's new. It's going on. It's like, how about you just, why, why couldn't you just come tell me that? Like, why did you have to email me that? Mm-hmm. Like I know it's easier, but like I I really like I prefer the one on one talk and communication. It's like okay, you email me that. So why is it? Because I like to ask questions. Like why is this new? Like so like what is the purpose of this? Like I can't ask that to an email. Yeah, you know, the dumbest thing. Um, and this is uh my um. Let me hit that. This is not my job now, but my job before this, there was a chain of command. So where like I would need to go talk to a developer about something. And like, I need to go talk to Phil about something. What I'd have to do, and I've gotten in trouble for bypass. There was a chain of command, and I was talked to a couple times about breaking that chain of command. What it needed to do, if I had to go get an answer from Phil, I had to email my boss, who would then email Phil's boss, who would ask him, <laughs> and then he would just relay that message back. And it was like a big chain that we had to go through in order to get anything done. Meanwhile, Phil's fucking maybe just like a couple seats down that way. Why can't yeah. I just go tap on his shoulder and talk yeah. to Phil? And, and if he hey. did that, he'd be like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, have you seen Hot Fuzz? Uh, I haven't. No. no, you should really watch it. It's on Netflix. It's Is it? a Nick Frost. I heard, I heard it's really good. I've seen What's all the movie? other ones Simon except Pegg. for Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Simon Pegg, uh, directed by some guy, famous guy. I forget his name. It doesn't come to my mind right now, but... In the beginning, he's like, he's getting transferred to a new precinct, and mm. um, he's talking to his like sergeant or lieutenant or something. And he's like, I don't want to be transferred. It's like, oh, you, you want to take this hire? <laughs> yes. You want me to call the chief inspector? Yes. All right, but he's gonna say the same thing I am, and he calls him. The other guy comes and uh, says the same thing, and then he's like. All right, I want to take this hire. And he's like, you want me to get the chief inspector? The chief inspector right now. Yes. You want me to call him? Uh, the chief inspector right now to come down to this floor? Yes. And he's like, all right. And then he just stands up and goes, Kenneth! And he just opens the door and he's like, listen, Nicholas. <laughs> like the high, highest up person was just like, a, a holler away <laughs> while everyone else was like over the phone and shit. Like I do feel like chain of command, like there is definitely a purpose for it. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of stupid questions that could be just answered by your direct manager, mm-hmm. you know, and there's, 
like I'm not and this is just people in general just they feel like oh if I go to the big boss you know it will take care of all my problems it's like no well there's a reason you have a manager or a direct manager or a direct person of contact it's so like the the person above that person doesn't have to deal with all this petty shit that you're talking about you know because there's a lot of petty shit that you know chain of command and for petty shit and a lot of people need that fucking petty shit taken care of for sure a lot there's so many idiots that just don't understand a fucking thing about anything you know and they're just like well if i take this up with the big boss it's like no you know your regular person your regular direct could take care of it yeah like i i know people's like so nervous about like having like seniors come to the building it's like dude why are you so fucking nervous right now it's like oh it's our senior they're watching everything you do it's like no they're not watching everything you do they may be but they're not your boss your boss is this person don't worry about fucking them because they are your boss's boss's boss yeah they're going to talk to your boss or they're going to talk down the chain of command and then your boss will give you instructions on what you're like why do you even fucking worry about that shit <laughs> like who gives yeah. a fuck who they yeah. are they're not gonna come talk to you they don't give a shit also you know? work for all you kids all starting work out there too you gotta be careful about it. you don't want to go over anybody's head either people tend to frown on that business yeah yeah just go through your yeah. one higher up because they're it's a good way to make anything you right fail there. at they're gonna get shit for because shit like just rolls downhill yeah. Well, the thing is, Big like, guy I, yells know. at smaller guy. Smaller guy yells at small, smaller arist woman. Like, I have no, I have no problem with like speaking my mind and, and like, like seeing what's wrong and like taking it to my direct person. And then you know, a lot of my, the the thing is, if you build a good enough relationship with your higher ups, to where your your opinions matter, for one, you're you're getting yourself into a, like a management or a or a position. To where you're able to speak those um, thoughts and your mm-hmm. ideas and uh, they haven't be heard, you know. It's just like yeah. you just gotta wait. You have to have good ideas. You have to have to have good worth ethic and communication with your your personal your personal boss, mm-hmm. you know. Communication's key, man. It really is. That said, though, if your direct boss is a dickhead asshole who doesn't listen to shit, that does then you sometimes. may have to go a little bit higher, especially yeah. if it's a problem that needs solving. But well, Sometimes I, I your manager will about be like, fucking... no, no issue. Happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I mean, yeah. Occasionally. Your, your direct boss it's can't a, be an Most of the time, your it's boss a case is going to... Yeah. It, it really is. Most of the time, your boss is going to want how, to succeed. How are you? You have people under you at work? Yeah. Uh, well, how, what kind of uh, person would you say you are? Yeah. I'm more of a lead by an example type guy. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm an answers guy. If you have a, if you have a question... I have an answer. Nice. Like, I always have an answer. Like, always come to me with your questions. So you feel like you're pretty reachable and stuff? You don't worry about people talking shit about you behind your back? Oh, there, there's definitely people that talk shit about, yeah. about me behind my back. Definitely, for sure, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, like... You can't let that shit bother you. No, dude. Like I'm interested to soon, know John Mann's personality in the workplace. As soon as I get involved in other people's bullshit is when I fail. Yeah. Like... Yeah, you they're being petty. They're being like fucking little children. Yeah, whatever. Don't give a shit. There's a fucking small majority of them, and oh, I asked you to work. You know, mm-hmm. sorry, so I don't give a shit. Like I am very reachable. Very like you could come to me with anything. Nice. You know, and I'm I'm a work by example. I'm like I will bust my ass harder than anybody else in there, and people see that. 
you know yeah luckily my boss is that kind like she gets so overworked so much because everyone constantly goes to her because she's the one that actually like will send out an email like the minute uh someone mentions something that's messed up or something like that See, yeah, she gets I, burnt out. I'm not going to watch other people fail. I'm not just going to sit there and watch you. That was me. Oh, it's broken now. Is it unplugged? Yeah, something's unplugged. I'm not hearing anything. Oh, crap. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm back. Wait. Uh, Hi, I'm back. You got it? Eric's is working. Okay. We're all good. Technical difficulties... Sorry about that. Eric was being his usual klutz self. <laughs> let's talk shit about Eric this time. Yeah, let's just talk shit about Eric. This guy. Yeah. Tall ass. Eric ass. Yeah. Smoking vibe ass. There's a lot of shit to talk about. Let's see. His Star Wars addiction is fucking... I guess you're a Star Wars fan, too. Uh, let's yeah. see. Oh... Yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan. I've read the books. Some of them. But they don't mean shit. So I'm like hipster Star Wars. I don't like new Star Wars. Yeah. It's kind of hard to talk shit about Eric. He's just such a nice guy. Right? You can't attack his family because his family's so good. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I guess the only thing you can attack is... His hair. Oh, yeah. His I'm lined up hair. Have you seen that? Uh, it's looking a little bit better, though. He doesn't have his. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking shit about you. It's not the first time I. Yo, janky ass hair. Something like that. It's growing in though. It's growing in. I can't even tell. I mean, your widow's peak is back. It's not. It's not all there yet, but we'll see what happens. I'm already due for another haircut. I mean, freaking, it's already growing in on the sides all thick. So what type of like management style are you guys? Like I, I'm definitely not like I'm not gonna sit there and watch my team fail. Like I will definitely like coach them and like because I'm I'm under the impression of like if one person fails, everyone fails. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like let's let's fix the problem. I'm not gonna single anybody out, but like we could, you know, make it better together as a team. I uh I'm pretty confident in my team. Um I think the only part, the only time I ever butt heads is like with other people's teams where I feel like things are, but I'm not their manager. So like, so, yeah. but yeah, ours is pretty tightly. It's a well, t- well oiled, well tuned machine. I think. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, mine's more of a teach a man to fish. I'll be a micromanager one time to teach you how to do something. And then I'm going to yeah. attempt to have the confidence in you to do it correctly and I try and always be like if you have any questions please come to me yeah please Mm -hmm. don't sit there I'm if you just sit there then I'm gonna hate you and just like well there was a problem and I was scared I thought it was my fault well you're a newbie so none of it's your fault anything that's your fault is my fault because if I tell you to go fish and I didn't teach you how to fish it's your first day fishing Mm -hmm. then it's on me I really feel that after that I feel like if you have the knowledge that I've given you the knowledge, of course it doesn't stick the first time, especially if it's a complicated thing. That's why I'm like, just let me know if you need a refresher or something. But if you don't take what I'm offering and like fuck it up, I'm going to be mad. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to like that. Like, I'm, I'm never mad at anybody because I've... Yeah, that's an exaggeration I, I, on my part. I've gone... I've never used I'm it. definitely like the teach man to fish type thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it just takes people a while to grasp how to fish. That's yeah. But like true. after they get it and they get it and they're like... And then all of a sudden you're like... They are so thankful that they had you in their corner yeah. to not fail. You know, because yeah. I'm, I'm not like... If I see something wrong, like I will go to somebody and be like, hey man, do you need help? And they're like... Yeah, I I really don't know what's going on. It's like, and then I'll help them out. Yeah. You know, like I'm don't want to see people fail, or if they do, they're like, dude, this happened. Like, it's okay, man. Like, we'll get through this tonight. You know, you you, you know what happened, and they'll be like, yeah, I think I did this. It's like, yeah, yeah, that that's exactly what you did. So now you know how to fix it. So next time, you know, like tomorrow, you know, do this a little bit differently, and then it will just it'll be perfect. You know, or see this one little that one little thing that you didn't catch up on this time that kind of ruined your whole day tomorrow you now you know what to, you have to that look experience. for yeah. you know and they're like dude yeah and then now like these people that i've coached they're like so thankful for that they don't ask me for questions but every time time they see me, they're like what's up you know and they're like so grateful that like i was there to help them you know yeah i had this one guy come just had a shitty day he's like man i didn't know what to do I was sitting in my truck crying, like fucking, you know, all this stuff, stressed like out. just stressed out, crying, not knowing what to do. And it's like, dude, it's okay, man. You have bad days. You didn't see like what was going on, you yeah. know, tomorrow's a new day. Like today may have sucked, but like now, like after I've showed you like, you know, what to look for, you know, now you could, you know, you're not going to spend those days crying because you don't know why it's not working, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then I'm a you'll be surprised how great the next day will be. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my life doing some of the environment stuff at our place of business is like the day after you figure something out and that's like gone and behind mm-hmm. you is the best fucking day ever. Cool. When that huge project you've been stressing out about is done. Oh, for sure. It's amazing. So like you're a fixer. I'm more of like a teacher. Like I'm going to teach people how to be a fixer. Yeah. There you go. You know? Yeah. I don't so much like bitch. Like I'm not going to let anybody out there drown. I mean, we're all yeah. in this together. Yeah. We don't get to go home until this is done. So how do we fix yeah. this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do tend to, I do, if I am explaining to you the same things over and over again, I do tend to lose my patience with shit like that. Yeah. Like yeah. you do need to get it after a certain time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're at this level yeah. of professionalism at this company yeah. or whatever, then you should have at least this knowledge or at least have the capacity to remember this knowledge. Yeah. And it's not all my responsibility. I mean, one of my biggest downfalls I would say is working with people and assuming they know what they're doing. Like that's kind of been the biggest transition that I've yeah. had to do is that I'm working with you. I assume you know what you're doing. Uh, and then if you tell me at the end of the day that you've just wasted the whole day cause you didn't know what you're doing, you didn't speak up soon enough then that does piss me off too. Yeah, that's going to aggravate you. You should have told me this earlier. That I mean, yeah. I want to yeah. go home. <laughs> I'm working to go home. Yeah. I'm working it, for the weekend. Everybody's that, working That is hard, man. Weekend. A lot of people really don't know what you're doing. And a lot of like, that's why I'm, I'm a big propo- a proponent of like, like trade jobs because you have to learn your skills before you're able to go out and do them by yourself. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, I love trade jobs, man. You you learn how to be a plumber or electrician or computer science tech or whatever. You learn on the job. You are getting on the job training while you're getting, you know, you're pretty much shadowing somebody. That person is is letting you do some of the work while he's watching you. And like trade jobs are amazing, man. You're getting trained to do a difficult job. Mm-hmm. Plus, it, the whole training bit's fun because usually they'll just be like, weld these two things together. 
Yeah, and then it's and then like, like you get this like amazing job experiences of like when stuff goes wrong, like this is what you do. Like like I'm glad this happened today because now you know what happens in this situation. Yeah, you know, like I fucking I love challenging work and I love like seeing like I love messes at work. I love messes. I love when things go fucking completely wrong. I know. And you have to fucking <laughs> no, that sounds manage horrible. your way and work your way up to the goal of actually getting it done that night. Yeah. You know, the challenge of everything going fucking wrong, and then all of a sudden at the end of the night, it's like, we fucking did it. Yeah, That's so end, gratifying. At the end, it is gratifying. It During is. is not. Dude, it gives me a shoot fucking myself rush, my, man. My heart goes, my fucking adrenaline's pumping. It's like my muscles direction. Fucking, you know? Yeah, direction. Like, yeah, I fucking love that shit. Maybe man. it was rock hard, but it seems like that happens a lot. Dude, it happens every day. I think I'm done know? with it now. <laughs> Let's just have a smooth day where we just get everything done. Yeah, I, just I want mean, sometimes my computer you want the to day. just blue screen sometimes. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> good luck, guys. I don't know, I'm a on the spot, like a logistics fucking. Let's fix the problem. Like I'm a problem solver. Like I need problems to solve, and if things just go smooth, it's like. Like, what do I do? Yeah, I guess that could get boring. You know what I mean? Like, I I enjoy getting paid for nothing. Yeah. Myself. I love, like, I I like problem solving, man. Like, I love on-the-spot problem solving. Not just, like, oh, weeks in advance, we have this going on. Like, I love on-the-spot problem solving. I tend to work a lot in late hours, so I don't. I don't welcome problems. (laughs) That's going to keep me there longer. (laughs) What's usually the latest you work? Uh... I mean, usually like nine sometimes. Right? Yeah, usually I'm out by like uh, seven or eight around there is like the usual time. Sometimes it can go later. Um, I mean, we're supposed that's to that's the hard working dad hours. Yeah, we're supposed to be a nine to fiver, but it tends to always go after. So that's kind of yeah. tough and stuff, especially like when you're just. You spent your whole day working, and then like you're done, and it's time to go to bed again. Like yeah. that sucks. Oh yeah. So, yeah, that does suck. It sucks. Waiting on people. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of waiting though, so like you can get stuff done in between that waiting time. Yeah. What uh? How, how late do you usually get off, John? Oh, oh, oh! There we go. Uh, is I. Your, is your thing bugging out? Yeah, it's very sensitive. Because of. I me. think it's good now. Because oh, of it me. was good. There we go. It's fine. I hear you perfectly. Yeah. It's got to be your headset. Uh, is, it, is it cutting in the mouth? Yeah, it is. When you do that, yes. It's fine, though. It was working. Is it Just let now? it go. Is it fine? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, what time you go off? Oh. I get off at four every what? day. That's because I go yeah. in early because I need to make the Dallas people. Because if I come in the usual time at nine, they're already at like eleven o'clock, middle of the middle of the day. So I usually get in like seven thirty eight, and I get off at four, and I'm not allowed to work any more than that. Nice. Because they don't have budget for that, and if I claim any kind of OT, my manager will get in trouble. That's the problem. I'm salary. You're. uh, I'm hourly. Hourly. (laughs) (laughs) I would love OT though. I was getting a lot of OT before with my last team. I think you know that manager. Uh, what's her name? Ah, Blonde yes, hair, yes, kind of tall. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget her name. Uh, I would get OT from there because they we would have like midnight launches, and that was awesome. We don't give names out on the show anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
that was legit midnight releases i have to admit did feel good like while doing it because i was like i felt like i was bestowing this product (laughs) upon the world like go crazy you know like throwing food in front of like a pile of pigs and they all just like (laughs) we should do that like three times a year um sometimes it's tough like sometimes fucking i've had to sleep in my car before shit because like i got off at three in the morning i had to be there first yeah. thing in the morning but just like i'm just gonna sleep in the car and then come right back well i'm sure that uh i'm surprised they don't have like a sleeping like a little break room right area. should they have that in dallas i was Did so they? jealous you can they have like my a old, dozen or so rooms my old job they had that rooms for sleeping yeah. bowling alley yeah, you've been there before oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's right when a free company beer, has those free things beer. that means was it really free? you're working yeah, it was free <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have my badge. I think I kept that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. I no, learned they, that any they had company. Like a, they had a bar there and everything. It was cool. Yeah. Like That's, Google, so they weird. do all that shit because you're living there. Yeah. Right. They're working your ass. Now, you were really getting paid like a decent salary there, were you? No, not really. That much. That's why they all that shit because they yeah. had to pay their employees like crap. Mm-hmm. But wasn't it one of those like fun dot com gaming things? Like yeah. we have to have a pool table. Yeah. Of course they had a pool table. They had an arcade. All this overhead stuff and they're like, why did we fail? Right. I don't even think they're there anymore. I think they had to move to like, I think they're in Bellevue now, but the building's like not what it once was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'd love to have I a I used half my square house. footage on a bowling alley. How did we fail? That was a big place. I think it was four stories. Mm-hmm. I think you can talk about your former employer. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I can. It was uh, Real Networks. Um, you might know them as putting out like the Real Player. Um, they also did Rhapsody, which was what Napster is now. Is, mm. uh, Rhapsody became or was bought out, and now it's been revamped. Yeah, revamped yeah. as uh, Napster. I don't know if they're still doing that or if that went to another. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about this and they're going to cut off your account. Right. Oh, yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Now they know. Now they know. I don't think they care. They're like, someone's clicking on our website. Yeah, we're making you guys money. Every time you go in, they probably see a spike in their traffic. (laughs) They're like, oh, my God. Eric's back. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Eric's back. Yes. Didn't they, they do like a like picture that, of you on the wall? Like that Big Brother or something like that. I remember yeah, like that Big being brother. like you were like working super late because you had to like do Big Brother shit. Yeah, they had like a, a subscription called the Super Pass. Came with the Big Brother Don't thing. So cock. they had the Big Brother show, right? Where mm-hmm. it's a week weekly episodes. But if you had the subscription, you could pretty much sign in and you can just like click on different cameras and just see them twenty four hours a day and watch yeah. these people. That's like, crazy. On twenty, people were so, like so serious about it too. I loved it. Was that like you a, can watch them have sex and stuff? I don't know. Was that like a, that's what a, I want to really big? I never used it. The big thing, like, was there a lot of subscribers for that? Uh, yeah, every year. Kind of seems a little ahead of its time that's because huge. that was like what, like almost like seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. years ago, right? Yeah, that technology turned into Ring. Yeah, it did actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't know. I have Big Brother <laughs> at my house right now. With yeah. The cameras, but yeah, I don't know if they even do Big Brother anymore. I was uh, I was in the game um, section. That was Game Pass guy. Oh yeah. Mm. Can can I complain about something? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, speaking of ring, um, at my apartment complex, the building that I'm in is kind of surrounded. Sorry, that sounds like I'm outside. It was kind of surrounded by other buildings, so you can see like from my balcony two other buildings, mm-hmm. and like my bedroom window is right there and stuff. The the person across the way, I'm on the second floor. The other person on the second floor across the way 
has a ring doorbell and like sometimes I like to open my blinds and like let the light in you know naked and that You're camera naked. yeah and I'm naked and the camera is pointed right at my area mm-hmm. and I know we're not supposed to have these doorbell things this penis area out it's there penis. but that camera is literally pointed at my house at all times inside mm-hmm. second story balcony you can see into my I'm sure you uh, well, certain you, days when it's bright inside. Do you feel like that camera is strong enough to actually see what's going on over there? Yeah, from they're, well, pretty, they're, pretty, they're pretty HD. HD. Well, yeah. didn't you see it's like way over there? Well, uh, it's it it's definitely visible from both windows that I can see because I even went to my bedroom window and like looked outside and it's pointed like right at me, perfectly level with the with like my area, and. I can't help but feel like they did it on purpose to film us because we're a hot couple. Oh, for sure. Right. You know? So where is this? I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like, so, your... uh, let's draw a diagram. Yeah. So you're, your second story. All right. Yeah. I'm second story. Sorry. You blank. use that piece of paper. I need That's a blank fine. canvas. So, Let's say this is the wall that I look out of. All right, so so draw me a picture of where I usually Josh pick you up. Draw a line. At. So, my stairs are like right here. And where do you I pick you up? Walk inside. At? You pick me up like okay. in front of the building. All right. Uh, we're talking about behind. So okay. Okay. This is like my balcony. This is my window right here. So it's like, and this is like a sliding glass door right here. Uh, there's two buildings that, with there's one building that has stairs that very similar to mine uh-huh. that goes straight up to the second floor and they have a door right here on the second floor and they have the fucking doorbell thing right here and it's pointed and able to see everything in there. Huh. And then there's like another building over here as well. So your apartment complex does not allow those ring doorbells. It, it explicitly says in the lease that you are not allowed to have those. Why? Because of shit like this. Also, like, I don't know. The thing is, I, I, I think you that's kind of a bullshit claim. Around. Because if you have someone coming to your door, you know, delivering packages or coming to your door for any reason, you should be able to film that shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. But it is like a closed community. So it's. Yeah, that like closed community that I get into every single day when I pick you up is not that closed. Any yeah. person walk on the street could get there. Just because it's a closed community doesn't mean I can't get in. But there. it's pointed at my house. Well, I could I could get a fucking doorbell thing right there and it'll be pointed at that guy's house over there. Yeah. And I'm sure well, like the point is there's a rule against that and I kinda wanna like cash it in there. Because <laughs> you can see into my place like at night I dude, are you have one of my the, lights dude, on. I see you being a fucking forty year old man, being the fucking president of a homeowners association, being like, This grass is fucking one quarter inch too tall. You need to fucking cut that shit. <laughs> I just in like it just doesn't make sense why they need that thing right there. It's also like how do you know it's pointed on directly? the side of the door, it could have been like next to the door where it's not pointing at anything 
it mm. just aims right inside, and next time I, I pick feel you up, unsafe. Next time I pick you up, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'll like, take check. you upstairs yeah, and yeah. I'll show it to you. Yeah. And it's just the camera, p- like looking directly at my living room and shit. And it's like usually when I'm on, a, I buy, I got a two story, or got a, an apartment on the second story because I don't like people looking into my shit. And yeah. even now, like I'm already wary of, like, because there's all these windows uh-huh. and stuff of people like just peeping and stuff yeah like that and now there's a camera that can record 24 hours a day seven days a week it just bugs me do you know the celio vista mall it's like cctv in like london you know you're never it's big brother man big brother do you know the celio watching me the celio vista mall in el paso yeah i know it there is a mass shooting going on there right now no shit oh shit Ooh, I gotta that sucks. Call my mom. Yeah, like legit. You need to take a second and call your mom. Yeah, let's let's do that. Talk about something. Yeah, let's talk about Montucket. So breaking oh. news, man! Another mass shooting going on right now. Multiple people dead already. Crazy. Must be uh, really close to home if John's yeah, calling his mom. For sure. I just opened up my phone. Saw it. Crazy. Really? Hopefully, uh. The Thurston's mom does not frequent the mall very often. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. These mass shootings, man. Like, I don't know. Getting out of hand, right? It seems like it, it really every is. week. Do you feel like it's always happened and like now we just have the news? Or do you feel like it's it's never happened and now we just have like a problem on our hands? I don't know. Growing up, it seems like it didn't. I mean, there were a couple, obviously. There were obviously bigger deals back in the day when mm-hmm. these things would happen. Like, obviously, like. Columbine and stuff yeah. like that was like huge. Now they're not as I think maybe now they're not as they're more like in the the news feed for a second and then just quickly gone and yeah. stuff because they're happening so often. I mean, but shootings have always happened. Like yeah, there's it always, always happened. There's always like you maybe know not, gangs and I don't like, think it's frequent. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see some kind of chart on. I mean, obviously, yeah. There's always been gun violence. There's always been gun violence. Exactly. But like on these bigger scales, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, one thing, uh, like, not to start, like, this is definitely um, a very sad, fucked up thing that was happening in El Paso right now. And I'm, my thoughts Happening right now. Right now. My thoughts are with the the, the victims and everything, and hopefully everything turns out good, I guess. Sounds like his dad answered the phone, so that's good. I really don't know what to talk about right now. Right, like, right. It is fucked up, man. Because now we just got in this like this serious thing where we're, we're literally breaking news right now. We are <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. It, it really doesn't. Mm-mm. So like, so what's kind of like the situation? It's just like just a random like or is multiple. It, it, sounds like multiple shooters. Uh huh. Multiple who, shooters. Yeah, that were like casing. So it's definitely something that was planned out. Um. Open fire here. Let me pull it back up. At the Celio Vista Mall. We're definitely usually a very lighthearted yeah. comedy style podcast. So yeah, we uh, make jokes and stuff. And this is definitely no joking matter. We this is uh very serious. Yes. And it hits uh, awfully close to home, given that he is from El Paso, Texas. Multiple dead. Oh, sounds like the shooter is in custody, or it's still inactive. There's more than one. More than one shooter, so it's like definitely predetermined. Like, yeah, we're gonna fuck some people up. 
It's so hard, man. 30s, no believers. Oh, so I think it's the threat's over now. Oh, three. So they got the three suspects. There's three of them. Yeah. Oh, wait. One per. There's three suspects. One person's in custody. Sorry. Okay. Uh, 11 people have been transported to a medical center. Multiple victims are dead, but they don't have an actual uh, number on that yet. Scene is still active as of 1.03 p.m. Eastern time, though. So that's 3.03. Yeah. Um, police earlier said they received reports of multiple shooters that were conducting a search of a very large area. Uh, FBI has been dispatched. Um, the whole uh, 2.5 mile radius is on lockdown. Let's see. Man. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's still happening. Um, <laughs> the, the nearby Hooters is also on lockdown. I don't know why they put that on there, but <laughs> Hooters is on lockdown. Employees at those uh, at this restaurant told CNN they are safe and see a lot of police still in the area. Helicopters, people running around outside. Um, there are shaky Snapchat videos um, that CNN is airing right now. Um, it sounds like it's an ongoing thing. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, Democratic presidential candidate, tweeted, "Truly heartbreaking. Stay safe, El Paso." Uh, the scene is unfolding. So we'll, see, hmm. we'll get more news. Yeah, definitely a serious situation. And like our, you know, thoughts go to the victims, families, friends, and all them. Yeah. You know, if you pray, you know, pr- pray for them. Yeah, so. pray for them. Pray for Thirsty over there. Um, yeah. And they got one of these assholes in custody. So and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they get, get two more. Two. Yeah. yeah. It's a fucked up situation, man. And it's, you know, like I was saying earlier, I don't know if it's like, I don't, you know. I don't know if this happened all the time. Maybe I was oblivious when I was a kid and just didn't, you know, watch the news enough, or maybe I'm just watching too much news now and it's just like I, I don't don't really know the statistics of like how often this this used to happen. Yeah, you know, or honestly, I don't know if it's like a generational thing. Um, it felt like it was safer when I was younger, but obviously, like I grew up in the '80s, so like yeah. there was still that whole like yeah, but was it safer because like it wasn't yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, and like still stuff was happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a big span of serial murderers running around to you when we were yeah. younger as well. Yeah. I think we had the Night Stalker in like in our area where we grew up. I mean, that yeah. was happening. The whole Richard Ramirez thing was happening when I was born. So there's that stuff. I actually had my house broken into uh, once when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. I lived in West Covina, California. Um, and then we had my dad chase him away, but like that happened once. So that's crazy. That's nothing like that's ever happened to me before. Nobody's ever broken into my house since. You ever had anything like that happening? No, I hope it doesn't. And yeah. I hope it never does. Yeah, like I used sure. to leave my doors unlocked all the fucking time. Yeah. Like always. Like, yeah, I don't need to lock my fucking doors. Yeah. But, like you know? me too, too. Even after that happened and stuff like that, I don't remember locking doors yeah. that much when we were kids. Yeah. It was just, definitely crazy man like i you know like i said it's just like i don't know like i, I would really like to know the statistics on yeah like maybe you know, we just hear about it more or maybe it's like since it's like a focal point in politics we just hear about it you know like i feel pretty safe in like my area because like i live in a cul-de-sac it'd be kind of weird for somebody just to drive down there do something like especially yeah. like your house and stuff it's 
It's mm-hmm. tucked back there. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's uh, but, not up on Main Street. Really. But I have had a car stolen out of my driveway. Have you here? In this house, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You remember Kayla, right? Yeah. That gold car she used to drive? Uh-huh. That got stolen out of our driveway. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Did they find out who did it? Was it just somebody? Uh, never found out who did never? it. They found the car, and it was totaled. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, it is crazy, man. You know, I just, yeah, it's just like a population thing. There's too much fucking people. Because I, I feel like if you go to a small town, you'll have small town problems where, like, this shit happens all the time, too. Yeah. You know, is it just a people problem? Like, pe- people are just fucked up, like, in general. Then people like, are just fucked up. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah. fuck, man. Like, how, like, why can't you just let me do me, you mm-hmm. know, and you do you? Like, like, stop fucking with other people's shit, man. Yeah, you know, like, that. it's a, like, we've gone over this stuff, like, before and stuff, like, with homeless stuff, and it's just like, God, like, better like I, I don't know i guess it's i don't know what these people are going through in their lives and what the uh what the bullet points are in their and <laughs> their every poor choice of words stuff. yeah <laughs> right I, seriously um but yeah i don't know man it just seems like uh i guess it just comes down to morals and stuff and that right and wrong bit i mean i'd have to be pretty hard up to pull some shenanigans like that or just like robbing from somebody it's nuts yeah no it really is and like maybe that's where like you know religion does place like have a a place in the society because there's a lot of people like whether you believe in god or not there's a lot of people that do need that faith to be able to to go on with their life yeah you know, without or that people faith, that, that, or, that need the, the the threat of burning in hell if they don't do something well, right. that or like the support background that some churches and some yeah. faiths have for these people that they don't get maybe from their families, you know, and maybe like that, that sense of like, I, I'm doing something for, for like a greater good, like going to a church for some of these people may like help them out a lot. I'm not yeah. saying it, you know, would cure all problems, but like some people just need that like sense of security. Mm-hmm. You know, and like maybe they don't have that at home and like they have no other outlet of to like to be heard. And maybe like this is like their their thing. It's like I I'm for once I'm going to be heard for once. I'm I'm not going to be bullied. And, you know, I'm going to you know, I'm going to go to prison for the rest of my life. But at least you'll know my fucking name. Yeah. You know, like some people just need like that, that stability and the structure of like a, of a church, you know, of, of faith and. I mean, you bring up a good point, too, about the greater good and stuff. Yeah, you have to, um, you do need to concentrate on yourself and take care of you and yours. But there is, uh, I think everybody should have more of a sense of the greater good, that we don't get to this point that we need to get as a society if we don't do it together Yeah, and stuff like that. I think more people need to have more of that group mentality and stuff that, you know, there should be more people out there helping each other and well, you know, you know why, man? It's because like we're not hunters and gatherers anymore. Yeah. We 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 live in a self-sustained society to where it doesn't matter if you're here or not anymore. Yeah. You know, like back in the day, like a thousand years ago, it used to matter if you were a part of the tribe. Yeah. Exactly. Like if, if one of our tribe members died, like our tribe is gonna suffer. Yeah. Now, like if someone dies, does does it affect society anymore? Probably not. No, it doesn't. Like, deaths do not affect society the way they used to. You know what? Maybe they should. Yeah, it's true. Everything good? For my family, yes. Nice, nice. Others, not so much. Oh, really? Apparently, they started in a Walmart. Uh, three people 
killed a bunch of people, including a Walmart greeter, and moved on to the mall. Crazy. Damn. Yeah, right there where my dad lives, where my mom lives. Oh, so, so like, they're really close, right? That's the mall close, they right? go to. Oh, yeah. really? Probably the Walmart, too, yeah? Uh, my, I thought my dad went to that exact Walmart, mm-hmm. but he was like, hell no, that's the bad Walmart. Oh, yeah. I was like, shit, though. That's like right there. And apparently, it's a lot. A lot of people. Last, yeah, so I heard three shooters, and I heard they have one in custody is the last thing I heard on it. Yeah, AK-47s. Dang. Crazy. It's crazy. You always feel like it can never happen around here. Mm-hmm. Or, like, where, where your family at, lives, yeah. you know? The thing is, it happens around here all the time. Every single, like, every anywhere. other day, there's, like, oh, sh- shooting in this place, which is 20 miles that way, you know? Yeah. It's My happening mom's more doing, and more uh, and more volunteering she always volunteers for like uso red cross and stuff so she's at a table right now like giving out information oh crazy man on victims and other people like that wild yeah i'm glad to hear they're okay yeah that's crazy though man yeah we uh we went off on a tangent on stuff like hard to be funny after after that yeah you know It's like that was the longest ten minutes. Right. Of, like the viewers are like, "Is John coming back? Is he gonna come in like defeated?" Lord. Ugh. Sucks, man. Apparently, have you been Vanessa to that already texted my mom about it? Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, that's like our main mall. Yeah. That's. There's that and Sunland. Those are the two malls. That's nuts, dude. And I was on the east side, and Cielo Vista is the east side one. Because there's like, it's kind of split in half because of the mountains. So you have your west side, your east side. That's the east side one. That's the one people go to. I have other people I got to text too. Not just those. Lord. Oh my God. Well, the main ones are good. That's good. (laughs) I'll hear about it. It's not like my input will make things better. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, end game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shazam the 2 Marvel announced. Universe. <laughs> right? Fuck. That's hard. That's a hard pick yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. Should we just that's the first put on our black stuff? And I think we probably should. Just man. end it. It's our first time. Uh, <laughs> it's our first time we've broken news on the John Sandwich show. That, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Mass shooting. Maybe we can in just, hometown El Paso. Maybe we'll just cut to random questions after when John gets back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just. <laughs> I don't know if there's any recovery let's, from that. Yeah, we we gotta just hard cut to yeah we random questions. We can't go into Shazam two now <laughs> or Black Lightning. But I was imagining like, what if someone I knew was hurt? Right. Like, that would be a crazy YouTube video to, like, man hears about the news mm-hmm. live on air. Live on air. That's some Somebody crazy shit. passed away or something. That'd be crazy. So we were talking about it. Like you guys said, it's a hard pick-me-up from this. <laughs> I think we should just move on to the random questions. Random try question. and get out of this. Try and get out of this uh, spiral. Uh, right. Yeah. We, we, we pray yeah, for everybody we involved. Yes. Absolutely. I'm going to use the bathroom one more time. Eric, do you have to leave by two or do you have to be done with the podcast by two? Oh, just done by two. Okay. Round two. Fight. I have to, uh, yeah. 45 minutes of random question. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that's that's a good three questions. They're um, good questions. Just try not to get too deep, though. Uh, so no questions about mass shootings or anything like or that. Gun. Yeah. We're not talking about gun laws. We're not right talking now. about gun laws. <laughs> That doesn't yeah. mean we can't talk about homeless. Oh, <laughs> There's always time to rip into those fuckers. <laughs> we don't actually hate homeless people, audience. Unless you do, in which case we totally hate them. Totally hate them. Well, I'm glad your uh, family is safe and everything, man. That Thanks. Was, that was great. Great news. Yeah. Hmm sucks gotta live in that world we do live in this world now man. El Paso is like a super safe city too yeah yeah especially with like Juarez on the other side of the border which is uh-huh. the worst city in is the world like besides Juarez? how do you say it? Juarez Juarez yeah I thought you said Juarez oh uh, it's either Juarez or Juarez mm. Ciudad Juarez but yeah there's a reason uh, Juarez is the main city in the movie Sicario. Juarez. Because it's fucked up. But El Paso has always been like on the total opposite side. Uh, like it won a couple of awards in like 2011, 2012 for being uh, having like the lowest murder rates, lowest gun no. violence rates of any large city. It has. Because it has like about 800,000 people right now, 850. Mm. And it has some of the lowest murder rates of any of them. So uh, there was this random question that I, but I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. All right. No. So I'm just kidding. I'll allow it. All right. So I love these parts. This this song's pretty good. Oh, wait. This reminds me of Yu Gi Oh. There we go. There we go. Random questions. We have a pretty good music selection. We do. We do. I like that. I like it because it like really sets the tone. You almost want to like talk a little bit quieter. Like, uh, Should we NPR this? No. I think our right. last episode, because um, we went off on a tangent like that whole time and about Star Wars and Star yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. I think the episode really picked up on the random questions. We got really deep into it. So hopefully we can rekindle that magic. Right all now. right. So we all know about dreams, right? There, we all have dreams. We all have dreams. Like. Like just, when I'm sleeping yeah, yeah, or like yeah, I have yeah. a dream to be the president. Yeah. So, so when you're sleeping, okay. we all have dreams that when we're asleep, you know, we remember them. We don't remember them. But what I want to know is, do you guys have a reoccurring dream that you have and tell me about it? So John or Eric, who wants to start this? A reoccurring dream or do you even have recurring dreams? If you don't, let's talk about the last dream you remember. Because I, I do have a reoccurring dream that I've had I have for about 10 years. many reoccurring dreams. Right. Uh, one of mine is it has kind of the same setting as Northeast El Paso. If you're from there, you kind of live at the base of the mountain. Um, I have this reoccurring dream that's kind of a nightmare, but just not really scary, but just anxiety ridden of my dad driving over it's like a version of trans mountain but just much more treacherous and scary and it's just him driving over the mountain and getting like super close to the edge and i always feel like i'm gonna die or we're gonna like tip over or like fall down the ravine or something and it's just that for like five minutes yeah and like finally getting over and yeah that's one of the many reoccurring dreams i have it's just this anxiety that we're driving and I feel like I'm going to fall off this fucking so, mountain. And it's like 
the El Paso Mountains, Franklin Mountains. So is it a dream? Do you ever um, get more of the dream, or does it stop at the same spot? Uh, it stops kind of at the same spot. Like after we get over the peak of the mountain, it, my anxiety like dies down, and I think I just move into another dream, another. So what do you think thing. the dream means? Have you ever thought about it since it's reoccurring? Uh, I think it's just my fear of heights and not being tethered to things. Cause I kind of have a rational fear of heights. I'm not going to be scared it on a Ferris wheel unless it's like a rickety old bastard. Like at Disneyland, the thing that moves. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's well, freaky, but I'm not going to be like my brother where I'm like, oh, God. But like walking across a bridge on my feet where the mm -hmm. railing like deception pass yeah. over so, here to where you could you could you I could, could fall off yeah yeah it's possible for me to fall off that scares the shit out of me like i didn't even want people to walk by me on the bridge i would like hold on to it extra tight when someone walked by just because even though they were a normal person i was like they could grab my ankles and just toss me over i don't know yeah hmm that's freaky Eric do you have any reoccurring dreams and, and, and if you don't if you can't remember like what's the like the, the most recent dream that that you've had I've had that you can remember well I don't know if it's a reoccurring dream but I've definitely had it twice um it's uh and I haven't had it or I, I've only had it since I moved into this new house it's uh where like I wake up I'm still dreaming but I'm in bed and then I hear somebody trying to get into the bedroom, like somebody like obviously broken in and they're trying to get like inside the bedroom and mm -hmm. stuff. And like I get up and like I always mean to like take a look at baseball bat or some, some up with me and stuff when I go <laughs> just like some kind of protection or something since yeah. having this dream. But like, uh, you know, I get up out of bed and somebody's like trying to get in. I got nothing around to like check me. I'm just like, what the hell's going on? Emily's freaking out and I hear the kids screaming. And it's like, oh my God, like, what the hell? Like, what do I do? What do I do? And like, I go to open up the door to go out. And that's really at the point where I wake up. And then of course, like I wake up in, in the bedroom, it's like three in the morning. Yeah. And then I'm just and scared. Like, and then like, then I can't go back to sleep. I'm just like staring at the door. Like, <laughs> so like, I'm waiting for you, bitch. Does the dream stop at the same spot? Yeah. It always stops when I open the door. And like, so there's nothing new, like every single time. Yeah. Nothing new that happens every so single time. So maybe it's just like a fear of like maybe a broken, fear of protecting the, protecting the household or whatever. Home yeah, invasion. That's home like invasion. perfectly applicable fear. Yeah, yeah it is. Hmm. What about you, so Johnman? I I have had this reoccurring dream for a long time, and mm -hmm. so it starts off as. I guess I'm gonna paint a picture. It's gonna be a long one. I'm sorry, but oh, yeah. I I do yeah. have reoccurring dreams. I have a few of them actually, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my my longest running okay um paint a picture if you look out it's just like kind of like sand like kind of like a red dusk right and then there's two almost like white silos underneath the sand like almost like propane like a grain silo yeah oh no no kind of like if you took like a propane tank and and uh like one of those big ones yeah. and buried it underneath the sand like two of those yeah on the left and right right yeah okay. And then it's just like it's it's a red kind of like a um Sahara uh, sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunset, you know, it's really cloudy and then it's just like sand for 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 everything. So it starts off with like that vision of me looking at those two silos from almost like a um looking at the, the right one first and then looking at the left one and then going in there. 
and I don't know if like a nuclear explosion happens. I don't know what happens, but uh, something happens to where we're all like me and Mary are in this silo with the like strangers, right? And then we get out of this silo and usually like later in the dream, I don't know anything that happens right there. It's dark time, mm-hmm. right? And then we have to cross like we're suddenly like on a riverside. All of a sudden we're on a river. It's dark. We're in like this... Um, almost like nuclear post-apocalyptic type city and we're leaving it Mm -hmm. and then we're starting to drive in a car and then all of a sudden it turns to daylight and we're just like in this rugged urban city scape style fucking um, place and we're running from bad guys I don't know like who the bad guys are and this this is like an accumulation of like multiple dreams I've had that I'm putting together (laughs) And it always starts the same way, but which is weird. And then I also I always feel like I'm able to expand on the dream. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like we're running through or we're driving through this like cityscape. The car kind of like breaks down, and then like we split up. So it's just me in like one of these cities or one of these. And then I run to a building, and then I end up in this warehouse. Right, there's like I ended up getting like in like this country style warehouse or like it's not country like industrial sized warehouse yeah. to where I have to make my way to the top of the roof, escape it, and then the last time I've had this dream, and then there, there was guards and stuff, so it was pretty complex in my dreams. So the last time I've had this dream, I was I escaped this industrial warehouse, and I'm driving like eastbound or like like east or west or whatever down a country road like with like almost like farmland farmland type country road and that's the last time I've I remember this dream was, when did you have that last time do you remember was well, it recent? Uh, no the last time I've had it has been a couple maybe a year but I the thing is like I remember this dream every single time I have it and it's reoccurring like I've had this dream it's like definitely way more vivid in my mind like a lot more details but I've had it you know, ever like 10, 15 years I've had this dream. Mm. Like even before Mary and I, then like even when like I met Mary, like she started being a part of my dream. Really? Right. This is crazy. Can I ask you one question? Yeah, dude. Ask away. Have I ever been in this dream? I don't think you have. I've had a post-apocalyptic dream with you in it before. Have you really? Yeah. And Mary was there. Yeah. The only thing I can remember vividly about it was, um, like it always ended in the car. Mm-hmm. But it like it got to the point where, uh, like on a highway, with a bunch of cars just like piled up, so we couldn't get through. Dude, maybe I just haven't got that part yeah, of my dream maybe, yet. Maybe. But the thing is, like, I'm. It, it's bits and pieces of the dream that I remember. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Ah, may, maybe someday you'll 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 meet up in my I dream. I hope not. I hope not. I hope this isn't a, a foreshadowing yeah. of what's going on, man. <laughs> but it, it's crazy. So me and Mary were in your dream, and then we just got into like a. We got into like an area where we couldn't drive any further, pretty much, like because there were still there were just like burnt up cars like in front of us yeah. where we couldn't get past. It's crazy. That's the only part I can remember vividly. Hmm. hmm. We'll choose that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever have those dreams that you're just like, it might have been scary, but it was just such a good dream, like it was entertaining, that you kind of want to finish it? Because I have a lot of those. Most of my dreams are very 
setting based. Yeah. I don't have a lot of people. I don't usually don't have a lot of conversation, but the places I'm at are super vivid. Very like I have a lot of variations of like locations. Like I had this one dream that I was like a like a super soldier on these skyscrapers you can even see the bottom and stuff but i was able to like wall run like the game titanfall or oh, black nice. ops 3 and shit <laughs> and that was amazing and i like i woke up afterwards and i was like i wish i could just do that every day of my life and just like explore the world that your mind creates you know i also have a lot of like uh one reoccurring dream I just remembered, uh, there's like this expanded, creepy Texas Chainsaw Massacre version of my uncle's ranch that has like the similar entrance, but it's just way more expansive and uh, like more rusty stuff, more animals and shit. And I'm always uh, being chased by these like hills have eyes style, right. like um, country ass fuckers trying to kill me on quads and stuff so I could like run away but they could easily catch up to me and it was like broad daylight but, so, uh, I would hide in like the pens and like the, the geese pens and like the chicken coop because he has like a big old chicken coop that's like filled with pheasants and chickens and other things like that and I would hide in there and it'd be all disgusting smelled the same as every chicken coop what's your worst nightmare and I want to like, do the that. worst nightmare ever the worst nightmare that you can still think like still, uh, do you have any of those that are like still in your head like after all these years that like stay in my head yeah. um no i don't think i have any like horrifying like eventually those dreams that are scary i'm kind of like that was awesome yeah. Like being chased by a T-Rex or something oh, like I that. Guess I'm that's like that's true. That's a good way to think about it. Like I, that I would one. actually be really cool. You guys you guys obviously have pretty cinematic dreams. I don't usually probably more like real life type situations. I think as you get older, the uh, the things you get scared of are are less supernatural and more like real world horrors. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay my taxes. Yeah, yeah, stuff like I'm that. I'm getting kicked out. I had one though um when I was uh, this is like in my uh uh, house I grew up in when I was a teenager where it's like oh, uh, I have my scariest dream my, you reminded me but my brother and my sister were in the room and like we we're all sleeping and I was in my bed and the roof gets ripped off like of the fucking the roof yeah. like gets taken away and like I start getting like pulled up by something like just there's nothing oh. there but I'm like by my feet feet first and I'm like holding onto my bed as I'm like trying to get I'm getting sucked I'm out of my falling bedroom, into the sky and my brother and my sister are screaming and that's all I can remember, but I re well, I still think about that sometimes. That is freaky. Just getting abducted like the world yeah. is ending. Uh, scariest one that I remember that gave me like an actual fright and I woke up and I was like, thank God that wasn't uh, real, was this dream I had where I had a dream that I was driving drunk. I got super wasted and I just, I couldn't see. Like, I wasn't drunk where I couldn't like think or anything but I just I couldn't see because I was drunk mm -hmm. you know and I just slam into what I assume was like a roundabout and like totally fuck up my car oh, and I was just like what no what a nightmare and then I see lights behind me and I'm like <laughs> no <laughs> my life is fucking over and then I woke up and I was like thank god 
That's a real nightmare. I'm never driving drunk. <laughs> Usually oh. my nightmares... My heart was beating. They're not really like nightmares like that. They're nightmares of where like me and Mary get into like a huge fight. I've I mean, had like, this too. And like all of a sudden like she leaves me on or something like that. What a nightmare. No. <laughs> no, like my biggest nightmare is her leaving me apparently. Yeah. You know, it's like... I don't know. Didn't accidentally so, punch her, and then she's like, "I'm calling uh, the cops." It's never violent, you know. Like, uh, do you guys are you guys like the type that remember most of your dreams or all your dreams? Um, at the time, I mean, yes, they, they're interesting they enough. Yeah, interesting enough, they fade away in time. There's some that still like rattle around in there. Exactly. Some of them I really want to remember because, like, I have like this dream of again like a futuristic city or something, and then I wake up and I'm like, all I remember is that it was awesome and cool. And, cool looking during y2k i did have a uh, during when the year 2000 was about to come i did have a reoccurring dream of new year's eve and like me just being like what's everybody so worried about like freaking everything's gonna be all right and then like as soon as midnight hit like the sky would go like a blood red and stuff like i I had that a couple times before (laughs) the before the new year had y2k thing yeah i was lucky enough to be young enough to sort of remember that and everyone being like oh that's all bullshit because 2012 came along and a lot of people were scared of that but we already lived through y2k so i was like my mother that's all bullshit my mother used to piss me off she was like one of those uh i mean we didn't hoard cans or anything like that but (laughs) she would be like she she was the kind of person that would buy into like the world's gonna end on this day so we'd have to like live with that (laughs) from my mom saying like well well the world's gonna end on this day and i'm like mom Stop talking. I used to get so like anxiety like yeah. over like the, that was like 2012. I got yeah. so much anxiety like December 21st 2012. I was like yeah. fuck man, the day is here. Like what's Where going you just on? Hunker down like with a spear has a generator. Going. Keep the family close. You're like all right, all right. If I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die with my here wife, kids, my dog, and me. It's gonna be great. Just put a paper bag over everyone's head. You know, and just lay there moving. until just keep moving the date back. So yeah. just something you gotta live with, I guess. It is, man. Speaking of living with stuff, what is one thing you would most want to save in your ho- if your house caught on fire, assuming that any people or animals made it out safely? The one thing that you would save, it's, other than people... Well, like, animals. yeah. What's the one thing you would want to save, assuming that any people or animals made it out safely? Okay, okay so, so they're already out. So your animals and your people, they <laughs> made it out safely. What's one thing in your house that you would save? Hmm... If it wasn't, like, I'm not risking my life for anything other than, like, people or animals, but I guess my favorite thing that I would want (laughs) to keep around is probably, like, my hard drives with, like, photos and stuff, because I could always, I have renter's insurance, it's required, so if, like, my couch burned down, I'm going to be like, oh, man, that $3,000 couch that I paid for. You paid three thousand dollars for a couch. Let's no. pick this up. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't. That's the thing. I paid way less for that, but That's the insurance companies are always like, <laughs> when someone drove through my grandma's house, drunk, she was like, "Oh, I had like a lamp. It was like three dollars." The insurance person was like, "No, no, 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 no." She thought you bought a very nice lamp <laughs> from Pier One. Yeah. Okay. And you had a very nice computer, did you not? Well, not really. It was like a little... No. <laughs> it was a nice computer, was it not? Well, yeah. I was like, we're going to call it like a $1,000 computer, right? 
Okay. She was like, everything was like, write it off big. Yeah. Because they're going to pay that. Mm-hmm. And, you, and I think I have like $100,000. I think I could get. In renter's insurance? Yeah. I think I can. I think that I would like, do me good. Like Maybe eight. if it was my whole house, that wouldn't be enough. But I think for my apartment, that's good. I think do I you, could. Okay. Live my uh, life. Okay. So, so honestly, do you feel like I? Then this is a good subject on your own. Do you feel like you actually have a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment in your house? Of course, it's covered hmm. for that. No, I don't think I've hit that. I think a thousand dollars worth of equipment. Hundred thousand of oh, dollars oh, no. worth of. Like, do you feel like you have $100,000 worth of stuff mm. in your house? My computer and film stuff, that would be a hefty loss, but I think at most all of that together would be just like 20000 yeah, And my couch would be pretty expensive. My TV, I got a deal for. And like the rest of my furniture is not super expensive. It'd just be like the irreplaceable stuff, you know? Cause like I, photos, cause hard I, drive, I have stuff like, like that. I have like $75,000 renter's insurance, but I think it's pretty accurate because if you account for all the music equipment I have, yeah, expense. Yeah, yeah. Totally. you know, I have, I have two drum sets to replace those, probably $10,000 a piece, mm-hmm. you know. God damn. Well, talking about, about my couch, talking about 10 grand per what I paid drum for set. Them, what I paid for them and what I could buy them new is completely different. Obviously, my. No. <laughs> my first thought would be if the house is on fire would be to go for my music equipment probably yeah. but um, last time I was in California my mom gave me a photo album and it's like a photo album of like my photo album like a bunch of irreplaceable stuff from when I was a kid Yeah, and I put it in a box um, with a, a bunch of other photos too like of the kids and stuff like that so it's like a bunch of that's probably Save that box. Co- coincidentally enough it's like Sitting next to fucking my water heater in the garage, primary, ready to <laughs> the get prime up. location. I'm not to... a very sentimental man. <laughs> uh, yeah, if the house is on fire, I'd probably go for that box first. I think and get that out of there. Everything else is replaceable, but like those pictures and stuff, probably like a lot of. I have a few good collectibles that are signed that suck. But again, like I'm not dying for that. No. So I, I guess drop kick it. The the one thing I would say to keep Vanessa from saying. <laughs> is Leave so it. like I, I I feel like I already got like it, when, when my parents pass away right like I got the one thing ahead of time that I, I absolutely wanted I know there's gonna be a big huge thing about the house there's gonna be a big huge thing about like splitting things up between my siblings and I know it's gonna be a big huge ordeal right but I got the one thing I wanted and I got it from my dad and that's his old guitar it's nice. a 19 like 66 Gibson SG that he's been playing forever and I have that and that's probably the one thing I would grab because that's irreplaceable yeah 60s it. Gibson I played it that's in a safe spot right yeah yeah like away from moisture yeah and heat yep so that's probably the one thing I would grab assuming that my dog and my wife are out whatever Mary grabs that's her own her own you deal. know what would be super cool but that's what I would grab glass case like the sealed Museum quality, <laughs> like hanging right, right there. there. Yeah, that would, that would be, be beautiful. beautiful. That'd be a beautiful. I mean, it's an sight. awesome guitar, Eric. You've seen it, right? I have played it. Yeah, held it in my hands. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, that is like to me, that is the wheel that I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. if I got nothing else from my dad, like that is what I wanted, and I'm so thankful that he he gave that to me like super early. 
you know because like that's awesome i you're the musician of the group i will get a little bit into this but my siblings are a little bit of assholes right i know they're gonna fight to the fucking end on what like happens to the house, what happens to like their possessions, yeah. what they, they are gonna fight every little fucking thing to fucking milk it and like I don't know. Yeah, like, I got what I want. Whatever else happens, you know what? Fucking keep the money, keep the house, keep the fucking car. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I got what's most important to me because like that's what started my music career was that guitar. Me, and my dad, and that guitar. That's cool. You know. Shit, when my parents go, we'll probably be a siblings probably splitting up the debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily, you don't do that. Luckily, yeah. you don't have to do that. See, see, my dad is the definition, the definition of a penny pincher. Mm-hmm. If he sees a penny on the ground, that motherfucker will pick it up, put it in his pocket, and it is a penny saved. My dad, my parents don't make a lot of money, but they probably save more money than any like. Like they save ten thousand dollars a year. They pay all of like their taxes and they put money like down I on their about house. That with your dad, I think last time he was here, we hung out, and your dad was here and he was telling me about picking up change in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad is the definition of penny pincher. You come to the big city, you pick up quarters. Yeah, shit's awesome. My dad was probably like, "These homeless shouldn't be homeless. Look at all this change yeah, on the ground." Oh, you know, he was like looks showing in his... it off last time I was here. He was like, "Look, look what I found in Seattle today." Yeah. Look, yeah. look in the homeless guy's cup. Yeah, like, see? you got four dollars. What are you complaining about? Suckers. See, that is my dad right <laughs> yeah. there, man. He like fucking walked out with the pocket full of change, and that pocket full of change it, it paid for stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. My, for sure. Definition, yeah. man. In my childhood home, though. Like, what would you save if, say, your parents' house was burning down? Oh, oh, shit. That's a good question. Mm. That's a better question, I think. Assuming all animals and all people were out. Yeah. And your mom was... Your mom or whoever was out and, like, out of the house. You're not there and you think, like, I gotta save stuff while I can. What do you, what do you save? It's tough. It's so hard, right? Because, like, they're split up, divorced, so things have gone to different areas. I'm trying to picture their houses. Well, let's just say, like, your childhood house when it was all together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the rocking chair that um, it's been in our family for years and stuff. And we we're all like, that, nursed yeah. on there and stuff like that. Oh, Probably wow. that rocking chair. Has that been, like, does that have affiliation with your grandma and stuff, too? Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, been in the family for yeah. years, and it's just this rocking chair sitting there that. Um, yeah, that's what I'd say. Mm. We got a few old school guns in there that are pretty awesome. Like we have an old, uh, I don't know what the gun is called, but it's the lever action cowboy sheriff oh, yeah. style gun yeah. from like the 60s. Still spotless, oiled all the time. And like the, the lever action is the smoothest you've yeah. ever felt in your life. Yeah. It shoots those really long bullets. I might save that. But I don't know where my mom keeps all the mementos. I know she has a box. I would try and save that too yeah. because that has like the whole family stuff, like grandma stuff and like Indian reservation stuff that my grandma had and like doesn't want to take care of anymore and stuff like that. Probably that. So wherever I, that is, I don't know where that is though. I would go with like Eric's thing. So uh, assuming I, I have the guitar, which I do. Mm-hmm. So my mom has this box of old pictures from the 80s till whenever they stopped developing pictures. So like, what, mm. 2005? I would save that. Yeah, for sure. That's the stuff you can't get back. Yeah. Yeah. 
those memories and you know that's why I like I back up like hard drive like all my photos are backed up if I lost my phone they are backed up and I back up every yeah, the single pixel, right ev- uh, the oh, no, iPhone the so every single phone I've had I've transferred the SD card to the new phone and then into a point so I have fo- I have photos from here from 2009 on this phone wow. I have 60 gigs of photos damn on this phone right now that haven't been backed up well there are backed up i have a lot of photos like i'm a photo person like photos are the one thing that you can't get back so for sure anyway i guess next question sorry i wasn't prepared <laughs> hmm. that's that a good I question think, like like, like I something i would save anything else besides like photos stuff like that I had a girl that broke my first base, and then um, my other base was destroyed in uh, in the great um, storefront. Washington move. The great storefront. Uh, storehouse. Storehouse. Uh, crack house fire. Yep. So, like, I, I don't. I think I would be after losing those two things. I think I'd be fine just letting my equipment burn. Yeah. If there was a fire, I think I'd kind of. I would. I, I would definitely myself. let my equipment burn. I just wouldn't let <laughs> let my dad's guitar burn. I do have homeowners insurance, so yeah, man, yeah. replace it or renter's insurance, as it were. But who are we kidding? The first, if it was a real fire, it'd be the dogs for sure. Like if I was alone, dude, it, I my all my energy would be to like grab the dogs or slash cats. Dude, I carry out Zelda like I was fucking Kurt Russell in Backdraft, motherfucker. I would, <laughs> dude, I, I, yeah. I would run back into a burning house to save that dog. For sure. I've already I, told Mary, it was like, okay, if there's ever a fire in our house, I'm grabbing Odie for yourself. Yeah. If I have to come back for you, that's fine, but I'm grabbing Odie first. Odie and I will actually push you out of the way. Yeah. The <laughs> I already have the plan. Like, I'm grabbing a pillowcase, shoving cats in there. Yeah. Pillowcase, tie it up like a snake, like Steve Irwin style. Run out there and boom, got my cats. Know, they ain't squirming out of there. This dude, is your fucking good This question. dog's like fucking. Oh my god! Take when a this, bullet for that best. When this dog goes, it's gonna be the worst day of my life. I'll tell you what, dude. Odie yeah. is eleven and a half right now, mm-hmm. and his species. So, Zelda look, seven. I think we can get to to 12, nine, twelve, around there. I think our neighbors have a Frenchie He's that's about taken care of. Ten, twelve. So it's like she has a lot right. of room. Exercises. Do you guys mind if I give you a little bit of a backstory on Odie yes, before the yes. next question? Yeah, yeah, All yes, right. Yes, so yes, Odie. Of Love that dog to death, right? Love the la 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 my dog. So Basset Hounds lifespans are 12 to 14 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Last year in 2018, we had a scare. In February 2018, he had 11 pound tumor out, like uh, taken out of his stomach, me. right? And then after after that, a lot of money. But after that, he found we found out that he has cancer. He has two types of cancer. He either has one or the other. One, a slow-growing cancer that will eventually kill him, but it will be closer to his actual his actual lifespan. like lifespan or a cancer that will kill him in a few months. So we was this figured out? Has this been figured out already? Or is this no. ongoing? This is the, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. So we decide not to pay the extra money to figure out what cancer he has because let's say he had from february <laughs> march april may june july august so if he had the slow grow or the fast growing cancer he had roughly six months to live right if he had the slow growing cancer he would 
probably be along his his lifespan. I don't know, right? care about this. Twelve to fourteen years old. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we had the surgery last February. <coughs> we didn't get the test, so he is now past his lifespan. This month, right now, is past the the slow growing. Okay. By a oh, whole wow. year. By a whole year. Yeah. So he, or I mean, the fast growing. So yeah. he obviously has the slow growing cancer. So he does have cancer. Okay. He is gonna die. He is 11 and a half years old and his lifespan is 10 or 12 to 14. Yeah. I fucking love my dog. Yeah. And like this dog has literally kept like in some of mine and Mary and I's like really, really hard spots in our relationship when we were younger in our relationship. This dog is what kept us together. And when this dog goes, dude, (laughs) you know, it's going to be, there's going to be a memorial. Like he's 11 and a half years old. He's turning 12 in January. You know, he has cancer. Like we've taken 11 pound tumor out of him. Like he is, he's a fucking survivor. Yeah. He's probably going to live until he's 20 though. Yeah. (laughs) You never know. A lot of animals have like that freak extended by four years or something like my, uh, dog Kaylee, um, had parvo and stuff like kennel cough. She wasn't going to survive like her first year and, uh, Oh, he's had kennel cough. Yeah. Uh, she survived till like 20 or no, 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 no. When we get her 2002, she died in 2018. So 16 years. Yeah. Well, like what more do you ask for? You know, and we're all out here dying. Right, so first dog I ever had. Sorry to just keep bringing. Oh that. no, no, it's no, okay. It's like like we we could elaborate on this because so it's no. an amazing subject. I've had uh, we've had two dogs. Um, when I was younger, uh, the first dog I ever got, um, when I was like already moved out of the house and I was like a, a no, I was twenty something. Um, we our neighbor had puppies, pitbull puppies, and we got one. Yeah. And like yeah, so they had puppies and stuff. Like we seriously got the she had to her dad made her get rid of the dogs. I was already like twenty something. She gave us one of the dogs and it didn't even have its eyes open yet. That's how because the dad wow. was like making them get well, get rid seriously, of Seriously basically killing the dog. Yeah. So I had to like bottle feed this dog. And oh my god, I don't know if you ever bottle feed the dog. It's so fucking cute. And like <laughs> What it does is like you have the thing and what it does to do the suction is it like wraps its little tongue like in a little taco oh yeah and it goes mm-hmm. and then like drinks and stuff oh, wow. i bottle fed this dog this dog got fucking parvo Ooh. and died in my arms oh, oh man breath, like that's harsh loud. that is something i will carry with me that to, is harsh to this day dude can i tell you a parvo story yeah Dude, so uh, this, um, is, this is a dark episode. <laughs> so at, at my parents' house, like, you never know what you're gonna get. We had like this um, the fun bag of yeah. John Sandwich Show. My uh, my parents had a Chihuahua Debo, was his name, and he had a son, like with our neighbor that also had a full bred Chihuahua, and they had it, and I, it was my dog, Mr. Bean, which eventually turned into my mom's dog, because I grew up and moved out of the house. But anyway, Mr. Bean, he had a, like he had a rough starting like his tail was like cut off because of in the womb he was the runt and everything and then he had a parvo like probably a year year and a half into it mm-hmm. he had a parvo uh you know but he survived it like he just survived distemper parvo nice. like with like the shots and everything he was a fucking survivor um 
which is like very unheard of of mm-hmm. like a dog surviving that. Yeah, which for is, sure. Which is crazy. It's and tough. like it's a tough spell, man. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry for your like. That is tough. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard like, times. Like my, me and my parents were like we had like Mr. Bean and he was. Survived the parvo some some fucking hell man and like he survived all the way until he died of um, esophagus cancer. Okay, like he died two years ago. It broke my fucking mom. Like dude, like the two, two years tu- ago from now, so it actually like lived that long. It, it lived till about like fifteen. Wow, that's like, crazy. Fifteen years after he had parvo, it's amazing. He lived and like I the couple of the hardest times I've ever three of the hardest times that I've ever dealt with my parents have. All three have been with like dogs dying. Mm-hmm. First, our family dog was Miss Kaylee. She was a big Doberman pincher. She lived till she was 13. And um, I remember my dad, she was in such bad safe shape. My dad fed her sleeping pills so she would pass away because she was, she was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. My dad's a kind of a cheap ass and doesn't want to take her to a vet to like get put down. So he, he put his, his own dog. That was my, that was my dad's dog. And my dad's only dog. Every other dog has been someone else's. My dad's only dog has been Miss Kaylee. And he put her down himself. Dang. Right. Um, that was tough. That's yeah. the only time I've seen my dad cry. Really? Yeah. And who wouldn't? You'd have to 30, be made of thirty plus cast years. iron. You know, the only time I've ever seen that. my dad die, my, my dad cry is when Miss Kaylee died. And the other two times, like we've had a dog die in our family, it's been my mom's dog and my mom losing an animal is not good mm-hmm. so Debo when he died Mr. Bean's dad she was fucking heartbroken but at least she had Mr. Bean you know the comforter and he died or Debo died outside like fucking just from a heart attack just right there like he was outside like doing his business going outside pooping peeing and just just died mm-hmm and then Mr. Bean died of cancer. Fuck, this is sad, man. It's so sad. Mm. I, I, I forgot where I was going with this, but fuck, man. Like, having, like, those relationships in your life, those dog relationships, even if they're small, like, what you're, like, dealing with, and then, like, or long-term relationships, or just the relationships that you see, like, how they, like, true dog or cat lovers. Or any lover. Know, or any lover, any lover of like, animals is because <clears throat> most of the time your pets if you have a pet that's like actually meant to be a pet they're like nothing but positive to you whether it's yeah. a bird or dog cat even some snakes and like some iguanas are like super compassionate towards the people who raise them you know well like since that um we don't deserve them since that parvo dog which it was obi-wan by the way i named him obi-wan oh yeah um, yeah, he just started like opening his eyes and stuff and he was like starting to get more lively But like yeah, it was like a dog that I nur- like pretty much I nursed for my teat pretty much like <laughs> I was his mama, right? Like I did that all the time. So like that was like, oh my god, like I remember Being up with him all night and he was like struggling to breathe and then like I like holding him and stuff and he's like <sighs> And then like he just died and so like oh my god, mm. like we buried him in the backyard and fucking like I, I was writing a story at the time and stuff. So like I buried him like with a page of the story and like I had like a whole uh-huh. did like a whole thing for him. And I didn't have a dog for years after that. Even even like after we got um 
that dog Morgan from um oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um like I didn't really I don't feel like I ever opened up my heart to that dog but it feels like the first time I did since that dog died was this uh, dog that we currently have, Zelda. And like we had a health scare with Zelda too, where uh, they were telling us that it was cancer and like she had like growth, like, and it was like coming up like above her eye and it was like getting yeah. really big. Yeah. And then they're pretty much like telling us to make our, <laughs> to make like, your arrangements, make my arrangements. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, what? Oh, and yeah. Emily was just like a wreck like the whole time like for the whole week and it turned out to be fine like the dog's healthy now but it's like um, we're so invested in this animal like who would be the yeah. strong one in that situation <laughs> no dude it's it's tough because who's the shoulder to cry on in that situation who's the strong one like there, there is no strong one because like honestly like Odie is so old and he has like a lot like he's on health, like heart medication we yeah. have to give him heart medication every night you know um, he's to the point to where like we tried to board him and like our our vet was like oh well let's see if we he, he's able to have these medications like regular dog like shots like let's see if he like I don't know if he can handle these dog shots yeah you know so he, like we're at the point with Odie is like well like any health scare is kind of like a health scare that you can't really turn back right now mm-hmm. which is tough yeah you know, because like our own vets, like I don't know if he can handle the the, the flu shot for dogs. Yeah. You know, just because like his immune system and this and that. You know, so it's it's tough, man. Yeah. Like there is no shoulder to cry on. Like it's it's just like the only positive thing is uh, medical stuff is getting really good for pets these well, days. Well, they are, but like it's getting better. And you better. know, like when you have a eleven and a half year old Basset or. You know, in a few years, a 10, 12, 13 year old fucking um, dog. What, what kind of breed is it? It's a uh, Frenchie. Frenchie. You know, there's only so much medical science could do before, you know, their lifespan is their lifespan. Like, technically, in dog years, Odie is fucking 80 something years old right now. Yeah. You know? He's wild as old man. I think Zelda's entering her 60s. You know? So, so <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things, man. So we got a. Uh... <laughs> it's been a dark one. It's been a dark right. one. <laughs> yeah, on that we got to put a warning on this episode. <laughs> on warning will make you sad. <laughs> on that note, fuck man. You know we're I. We're all out here dying, man. We're only here for you know, a finite amount of time. Like it's so hard. To that's say what goodbye. makes life beautiful. I guarantee you, dude. The the, po- the podcast after my dog dies is gonna be me just fucking crying. The whole well, time. it's pretty much gonna be. It's a, gonna be it's a, a gonna cold be a memorial episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a cold open. No be, music. It's just gonna be us, and we're all gonna be wearing black. Mm-hmm. And I'll and be, be fucking welcome. drunk and fucking crying the whole damn time. It'll be intercut with pictures of the dog. Dude, I don't even Lose. want to talk about it. I'm starting to like get yeah. emotional yeah. right now. Lose. Let's change the subject. Change We're, the subject. All right. What's hey, good? What's the news, guys. Hey, we, uh, so there is two weeks. Shazam uh, 2. <laughs> fuck, man. I'm starting to get teary-eyed right now. You motherfuckers. Black Lightning. Yeah. Who started talking about the dead dogs? Who was it? <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, then uh, we are going to have a two-week break. Back. So yes, I think yes. the the weekend of the 25th, we're going to get back on the back on the schedule of pods. You know, we've been a... You know what I love about this pod? We've been keeping strong. Yeah, okay. consistent. You know, consistent. We're, we're more of like a bi-week, like three times a month. Yeah, you know, three times a month. It's, it's a good pod. But I think uh, since I have to tear this whole room down, 
Uh, maybe when I read it, like when we come maybe back, we'll come back with a new setup, a, a new set, a new setup, new season set. three. How do you, you guys what? feel? Yeah, I'll bring I'll bring some kind of uh, decorative thing here. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring all things decorative. Let's yeah. uh let's decorate this let's place up. up. We we have to I have to tear down this whole set, everything out of it. So let's redo we'll this room. A, we'll have a new room next next episode. Next episode we'll have a new room. That that sounds like Buy great. A new room, new us. Do us a favor, go to IKEA, get a shelf, and we'll just fill it with knickknacks. Oh fuck yeah! All right, I'll, I'm I will I'm take. Kidding. You don't have to. I will take shelf duty. We'll put up a shelf. All right. Let's do that. Let's redecorate this room. Let's decoration let's, stream. Let's give the, the 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 viewers something they want to view. Yes. Yes. And thank you. Please like, subscribe. Thank yeah. you for coming back to the John Sandwich Show. At John Sandwich Two. Remember, random questions. Tweet us. Comment. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Right. What? We're not done yet. We say, just make it quick. People, uh, love and prayers out to the people of El Paso right now. Yes. Yes. Love and prayers. Love and Thoughts prayers. And stuff. Thoughts and stuff. Thoughts, prayers, terrible situation. It is definitely no joke. We love you guys and hang strong out there. Yeah. Yeah. Bye again. The Queen's Wave, I call it. Bye. <laughs>